All right. So I, I think we were just talking about cheese. Mm. Cyber cheese. Cyber cheese. Yeah. A little it's bit a, of it's a, little a really bit of uh, it's a really Gouda game. My wife was watching a video about how the world's government is hoarding cheese because the dairy huh? industry is so fucked. So there's actually cheese bunkers underground. Bro, and, finally uh, a use for all those bunkers in Romania, huh? It looks like my fucking house in Skyrim. <laughs> just wheels of cheese all stacked on top of it. Who? Where's the cheese? I found it. It's in my house. Finally and, found it. Yeah. Welcome to Cheese Mark Talk. <laughs> in my house in Markarth. Fuck, that's, that was too real. <laughs> See, you can still own property somewhere. It's in Markarth. Yeah. Markarth, well, Markarth, that was a smart investment because it's already doubling itself. Mm. I'm mm-hmm. looking to sell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Markarth is a really hot property market because uh, everything was... is like built in, like there is no additional like square footage anywhere. No, no, you you can only go up. Uh, unless you go you into go. the fucking Underdark, I guess. But then you're getting attacked by Dwemers all the time. It's not mm-hmm. worth it. Dwemers. Dwemers. Was it that movie with uh, Kevin Bacon? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mike Tyson talking Dwemers. Where you don't want to buy right now? Riften. Yeah, that's true. Riften sucks, Riften. dude. That place is I mean, going to be flooded with global warming and everything. It's fucked. Yeah, it's... It's just everything about that area is is not great. Yeah. Folks, you can you welcome to the Elder we're talking Scroll we're talking Skyrim. <laughs> we're talking eleven cheese. eleven eleven. We're talking Elder Scrolls. Cheese. Yes, we got cheese. We got Markarth. And now announcing a special episode we're going to do on November eleventh of twenty twenty one, tenth anniversary Skyrim episode. I'm not going to be there because I fucking hate Skyrim. <laughs> you see, this guy's got uh, unpopular opinions. <laughs> so yeah, obviously we're going to be talking a lot about uh, Cyberpunk. We've already been talking about it a lot. Yeah, um, I mean, it was it was, it was basically launch. basically keep it spoiler free yeah. for uh, everyone. I, I know even uh, Johnny here says he hasn't had much time. To do yeah, dude, I, I am legit, so, uh, we, we, I legit still in the tutorial because I got to boot the game up on launch day and do some stuff, mm. and then I had to go be an adult and do, like, shopping Sucks. and take care of my kid and then send out a secret Santa present and all kinds of other crazy stuff, so um, between that and living vicariously through everybody else I know that at least has the game mm. on several different platforms, it's been a wild ride, and I've just been watching. Yeah, it's been a wild ride, yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, uh, my my thing, uh, the thing that I want to see the most out of this, just go post your character over on our Facebook thread. Yeah, I I, yeah. I don't know why I want to see the characters. Um, it, it doesn't I, have I a will deep, say. but I like the customization that you do. You know, mm-hmm. even in the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that I would like in future updates to see a little bit more added to the customization, like the idea of customizing two tones for your hair or doing offset eyes like two different kinds of eyes i think that would be really sweet or um, one ball a little bit lower than the other i can do that like i had fun <laughs> making my character it took me a while but i would like to see just a couple more customization options in there and i i get it the ones that are there are already really good um but i i would like a little bit more detail and uniqueness in my my hairstyle my hair color stuff like that 
Um, Agreed. Some of the eyeballs, like some of like the eyes, looked really sweet. Like there's like spiral eyes and shit like that. Mm. And I think some of those would look dope if you just had one that was like that and yeah. one normal one. Yeah. Um, that was something I said almost immediately. Yeah. I was like, why can't I do one and then the other? Yeah, and like, yeah. and what That's sucks fair. is like Final Fantasy fourteen has me spoiled like that because you can in fourteen. Um, I can offset my eyes in two different colors, two different designs if I need to, and I love the idea of that. Um, it just makes it feel more unique in the idea that in this crazy dystopian cyberpunk future, well, what if I only have one fucked up eye? Like, nope, we're popping the other one out too. Oh, I really yeah. like that one. I was born with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, just experience, uh, you know, kind of experiences, um, you know, going, like, coming right out with it. Like, but I mean, what? What? I mean, where are we playing? I'm playing. Yeah, I was going to say, let's start this. 5. Let's start this by letting sure, making sure every one of our listeners knows we are playing on new gen systems. Yeah, um, you're playing on a PS5. Filter and I are both playing on the Series X. Um, I as of I really wanted to boot the game up on my Cyberpunk One X. I don't know. I don't want to do that now. No. Um, yeah. I, I I will say this has been a wild wild ride for CD, for CD Projekt to get this game out finally. Mm. Yeah, this um, might be the craziest launch that we've had. A, a lot uh, of people on the teams really went through a lot of stress. The team went through it like crazy. We heard all about mm-hmm. the, we know all know about the delays. We know about the crunch back and forth. We know about the fact that this game was essentially in development for eight years. Yeah. Like, we heard about this game eight years ago. Yeah. Um... And the, the other piece to, you know, getting any news, anything that you're looking at from this, is you have to understand how, a, how an open world game is made from, the, uh, like, the developer's standpoint. Mm. Um, any time that you pretty much mess with anything, any, any change that you make, there's going to be almost some sort of backlash somewhere within right. your system itself. Butterfly effect. It's essentially um, handled on like a massive like database. It's kind of scary. To yeah, be it's honest, really weird. You're you're just like uh, like if if I do this and I make this fix for this mission, what is that going to mess up down the line? Um, yeah. Or yeah. you know, it, it, is it going to mess something up? It, it definitely it, could. A, There's a chance. Mm-hmm. It's all just butterfly effect in the matrix. That's all it is. Um, one little thing here that you thought would be completely meaningless and trivial can massively fuck something up later Um, and it's not just open world games Um, if you look at like the speedrunning community is notorious for it for breaking games by doing something very trivial Mm. Um, and that's kind of how things work um, in every way so I, I I personally look really forward to the game breaking bug or glitch that lets you speedrun the game or just completely break something just based on putting on a certain pair of pants with the right mm. dong. Yep. Speaking and of I, a certain I, pair of pants, we do got the Pixie Poo popping through the old Gene Arenos. Yeah, there's been some. Uh, <laughs> there's been some little whoopsie daisies with. Uh, there's been some costuming. amazing features. There was some a of... trouser malfunction. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, I got a, like... I got a sick python in here. Anybody know of that? <laughs> so we we were all looking really forward to the customization on that aspect of it, and I do like it. I, I like the fact that it's there. Um, I like the fact that you have um, the only spoiler I'm giving anybody you have circumcised, yep. not circumcised and then you have vagina uncut um, game 
I will you say You can go mannequin. You can go mannequin. Yeah. yeah. I, Bob's mannequin. I will say, like, my biggest complaint was already addressed by, uh, I, I believe it was a Kotaku article, um, that said that one thing that's really cool about the game is how inclusive it can be in the character creation that way. But then it kind of, like, shoots itself in the foot by assigning your character pronouns based on which voice based on the voice yeah that was a really weird move like really i i personally would love and and respect them so much more if they just added a different like one more customization option in there yeah which is really just he him she her they them sure and it's give me that considering what they have that's really not just give me that it's it's not that bad like yeah they're, they've already kind of gotten a lot of flack for in-game advertisements, hmm. fetishizing the trans community, yep. and it's unfortunately it's been there for a minute. Um, it doesn't also- have to necessarily like looking at it obje- uh, objectively. That them putting that in the game doesn't have to re- necessarily reflect their views as much as it reflects what kind they're, of society they're creating and their players, right? Like. Um, I don't know. It's like, uh, how hard is it really to make these little fixes? It, there is some kind of weird, like, you, you'll see this in any open world game, but there's a lot of, like, repetition of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen, for example, um, certain, like, ads, I think, is a good example. It, it seems like in my game world, there are only, like, 20 ads. And it's like, did you not have a team of, like, 6,000 people working on this for eight years? Like, that we have so few ads? Like, are there only ten companies? I I guess, I mean, I guess I haven't really paid too much attention to, like, the ad space. I mean, I've seen repeating ads, for Mm. sure, but... I, you know, that's kind of how it... I mean, if you open social media right now, well, like, what are the things you're going to find? You're going to find... CD I'm not telling you what I'm going to see when I well, open social media, because I'm not telling you my Google search history. Well, my shit's really <laughs> fucked up, too, because I've, like, so have... I, like, block ads, and I'll say, like, Pepsi ads <laughs> are offensive. So it won't show them to me. So mine is, like, heavily distorted. My dog agrees. He's yeah. over here losing right. his mind over... Yeah, over see? It's a smart, smart dog. Mm-hmm. Um, I would never say that. Now, I I thought there was some really cool stuff early on when I first got to see some of the scenery, like some of the buildings from up high, and then yep. see some of the signs for the different businesses. Yep. There were yeah. some cool little throwback references, I believe, to other games and other things in there, and I thought that was kind of... Even if it was just visual references, I thought it was really yeah. cool. Um, but let's just... For, Where's for Mac and a, Jesus? All I'm finding is ramen spots. Let's just say, yeah. for lack of a better way to put it, um, this is definitely a very fragmented experience. Yeah, fragmented legacy, one might say. Everybody playing this game on each different platform is experiencing something completely different. Um, So, the biggest thing is um, the game seems to crash pretty randomly. Yeah. It doesn't seem to have, like... A trigger. Like, I I don't... I can't find a trigger for it. Um, The first time, for me, that it crashed... um, there was a mission that was happening, and it's like, go right. And I was like, no, this is the first time I've been able to walk around. I'm going left. Um, and I, I found some people, and uh, it turns out playing Demon Souls as the last game before Cyberpunk is probably not the best idea. <laughs> uh, R1 is your light attack in Demon Souls. Um, mm. R2 is your attack button in Cyberpunk. 
So I walked up to the guy and went to go press the talk button, thinking Demon Souls. And I grabbed this person from behind. And I was like, well, shit, now I gotta break his head. Because there's no way out of it. Um, Yeah, you can't, like, drop. Yeah, I I basically just ripped his head off. Nice. Um, The other dude freaked out and went to go pull a gun. Yeah, he didn't like that. And that's when I went to go light attack. Again, in Demon Souls. Mm -hmm. Um, I pitched about six grenades into this guy's lap. (laughs) (laughs) The first one blew up, causing a chain reaction. After the first one blew up, the second one started to blow up. I saw the arms blast off the person, mm. and then the game crashed. It it stopped. It was like a split second that it was just like, I got... That was it. That was game. <laughs> and I was like, that was my fault. That was... That oh, one's okay, on that me. That one's on me. Uh, yes, but the other 14 or 15 that I've experienced uh, in my first like day and a half or two days of playing it, um, that was on them. Yeah, like, I, I, I'm I guess lucky in that sense that I haven't had a lot of time to dump into the game yet because I haven't had to experience any crashes yet, which I know are going to happen. Mm. Um, I, I will say that from everything I'm hearing from other people playing on different platforms, um, this game shouldn't have been an Xbox One and PS4 game. Yeah, um, we've all talked about it before. This should have been a PS4 Pro minimum, Xbox One X minimum game. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I have a friend who's been posting gorgeous screenshots and they keep saying it's the PS4 Pro version of the game, and I'm like, dude, that's not a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, acknowledge that that's not a thing. It's the PS4 game. It just shouldn't have been. Yeah, yeah I, I think, it, again, as always, did them a huge disservice by trying to cater to that last gen. Yeah. But also, yeah. my problem is that... Could have had a better game. Better They've been working on the game for this long, though. Like, eight years with this platform as intended target and this is what we get well the the thing the thing is you have you have a chance um pretty much no matter where you are in the cycle uh to make those changes um i i know of an upcoming uh hero shooter that made the change from one engine to another engine Mm. um what was the setback it was about a year but if they would have made that decision two years ago three years ago knowing hey we are going to be getting a next gen console um they weren't in the dark about that uh at all they could have said hey this is going to be a system and that would have helped um I i think that would have helped uh, next-gen console sales. It would have made people go, oh, if I want to play Cyberpunk, I need to buy the next-gen console. They would have bitched and complained. Yeah. They always do. It certainly I, I wouldn't have that, hurt. Yeah. I think they really could have made their case by going to, to Sony for one and going to Microsoft and just saying, hey, guys, I know you're not the fan of this, but this is going to not run that. This is going to give people a bad experience playing on legacy consoles. How, um, how, is, this, how is the Stadia one of the ideal places to play this? Because you're not playing it at that point. Yeah. I mean, you're, pl- you're playing Something it, else but is nothing playing it. you have is running it, and that's what does it. Right. Um, I guess we can... Let's let's jump that. So let's let's kind of start this by saying, in order of the best ways to play Cyberpunk right now, you have ridiculous high-end PC mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. very few... Even, like, I was watching, like, Linus Tech Tips, and even his, like, beast of a PC that was built specifically to destroy this game can't do it. 
there is no way to play this game at the cranked up Optimally, ultimate yeah. turned like up to ultra. 11 settings that you would expect PC gaming to do. Um, this is like one of the first times we're seeing even the PC Master Race people be like, dude, I don't have the good enough gear to run that at that at those settings. I just can't. Um, because it's with with ray tracing and trying to get 4K and all this other stuff, it's it's hard to do. Um, now, I mean, I, I will go out on on a limb. You know, like as we said, we're playing on next gen consoles. Um, I think this game looks fantastic, even on I would say probably the lower, the, like the bottom rung way to play this game. You know, I'm playing technically like the PlayStation Four copy of this. Well, that's the thing though is for you since you're playing on the PS Five, it's still even better. Right. So right. right below high end PC, like super high end PC, you have like yes at Stadia. Um, Stadia and Xbox Series X are tiered about the same. Um, so that kind of shows you dollar for dollar what these new gen systems are really capable of is that I'm for 500 bucks getting the same equivalent pro- of power out of probably a good $1,200 gaming PC, if not better. Yeah, streaming a, um, a gaming PC, basically. So a yeah. little bit less than what it could be if it was just in your house or whatever, but still. And then the uh, if you look at like that third tier down, you have the PS5, um, and it's already getting some optimization patches to try to crank it back up to that next level. Mm. Um, but then you have PS4 Pro and Series X, or I mean, sorry, and Xbox One X. Mm. And then at the very bottom of that ladder, you have PS4 and Xbox One, which I'm sorry, it's it feels really rough acknowledging that those are there because that's not fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, um, uh, it's definitely, like, the game is really not optimized. Even, at, like, when we're talking about high-end gaming PC, it's just an optimization problem. They need to go in and, and make a lot of corrections to, to things. Yeah, they need to tweak a lot. Like, yep. if you turn on one little thing... I've heard that um, Field, of, Field of Death, if you crank that down, if you turn off yep. the grain filter and the yep. motion blur, then it runs way better, at least even on a PlayStation. Yep. Um, but there's yep. a lot of different things that are there. The game throws so much at you that there are a few people out there that can run, that can run all of that stuff and still hit 50 and 60 frames and be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be one of those games where if you want all the bells and whistles running, you're not going to hit like 120 frames per second on anything. Yeah, unlike the like supercomputer that's able to play Crisis at max settings is not going to be able to handle this. Yeah, and it's it's like you said, it's an optimization thing. Eventually it will get patched out. That gives me so much hope, though, remembering the fact that we're playing a PS4 game in an Xbox One game, mm-hmm. do they have a couple enhancements here and there to, to run better on the on the systems we're currently playing on? Yeah, but they're still not games for our current platforms. Mm-hmm. Right. So that that does give me a lot of hope to when those when those versions of the game drop. Yeah, and w- when when I was looking at that, we were leading right up to the launch, and I was like, "Where's the upgrade?" And they're like, "Like someone actually had to remind me." Yeah, there is no upgrade. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck, that's right. Yep, yeah, that's a, that's exactly just a patch year. that's coming out at an undisclosed time. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I mean, saying all that, you know, just being, like, me personally, someone who is a consumer of video games, um, it's still, on next-gen consoles, looks, I think it looks great. I, I love 
<clears throat> I love everything that I'm seeing. The, you know, the characters look... I, I don't see anything that I'm like, damn, yeah, like, this looks rough. Even looking at side-by-side side <laughs> of those screenshots from ridiculous high-end PCs and then the console versions that we're playing right now, hmm. um, it's not that one really looks better than another. It just looks different. Um, and it's really the lighting is about the biggest thing that I've noticed on it. Yeah, um, yeah lighting better, detail. Much better, like more realistic shot of somebody sitting in a car with like the shade over them the light behind them stuff like that um versus a much more lit up version on consoles so the shadows over the detail are a lot better on those crazy pcs with those different shading effects and i thought that was really cool Hmm. but that's not going to be a big impact for me i'm honestly it still feels good everything i've done in the game so far still feels good um even though I've heard very little of it, I love the dialogue that I've heard so far, um, and I love the world already. Um, yeah, the world is seriously something to behold. Um, it's it's they, they've done a really good job of just building this um, environment that uh, it really reminds me. I heard some people comparing this to something like um, Red Dead, and I don't think it's Red Dead and Grand Theft Auto kind of go on without you. Um, yeah. I, I don't think this quite goes on without you. I think continuing down this path, if they were focusing on... If they take that Rockstar route and they go, okay, cool, here's our you know, our fantasy game, here's our future game, and then here's you know, whatever else. Or if they just mm-hmm. leave it at those two. Um, moving forward, uh, not only is this title going to grow, but their future titles, if built off of this properly, um, will be... Uh, mind blowing. This this game, by any means, like, no matter what I'm saying here, I, I'm a hundred percent in the boat that I love this title. No matter how many crashes I've experienced, no matter you know, it, it's um, it's pretty much exactly what I wanted. Yeah, and that's uh, that's something I saw somebody say on Twitter earlier this morning was that it's so polarizing that. Um, someone's entire um, feed for like the past week has been nothing but cyberpunk mm-hmm. and it's been extremely polarizing because for the first time ever literally everything that people are saying about it is true yeah um like and that's good and bad like every good thing people are saying is right and every bad thing people are saying is right yeah um and that kind of that, that to me brings up like our first big talking point we were gonna really hit on with cyberpunk mm-hmm. um regardless of all the good and all the bad and all the hype and all the delays and all the bad news that came before they've already made their money back oh yeah, yeah. that's um In, at, at launch like it wasn't even a day later and there were articles out there saying they've already covered all costs yep yes yeah. every that's... bit of development every bit of marketing and I, I need to dive more into it for details, but I, I don't know if that's if that's just costs for the game or if they're considering the things like the other product lines and the uh, uh, the comic and the anime announcement and stuff like that. Oh, that's I interesting. Considering, I don't know if they're considering that as part of it or not. Well, I don't think that cyber or uh, sorry, I don't think that CD Projekt is paying for the other stuff. I would assume that that's other people licensing it. And that, honestly, if it's just licensing, that may have been one thing that helped. Yeah, that may have made but, them money. But either way, um, it's it was one day. Yeah. They already crushed everything. They were they were in the black. Um, as you said before we went live, 8 million pre-orders. Yeah. 
It's the most they pre-ordered were, game on PC ever. And it had the most concurrent players on on Steam, Steam. ever. Yeah, and Twitch, it was it, it already had, it, yeah. it was like 24 hours it crossed like over a, a million unique streams or whatever. Yeah. It, it, it's it was huge. it did a lot. And, and it had a staggered it had a staggered launch time. It didn't launch global same time. There were right. people able to, to hop on a start. So I, I feel like if it would have even been global, it would have been even bigger. Probably. Yeah, it, it was. Um, it, it's pretty crazy. It's some it, it's some rock star level. Like, hey, we made our money back on our game by pre-orders alone. Now, um, that, uh, that was all awesome. Uh, it was really cool to hear that. Um, the the big thing is. Those early review codes that went out, though, were all PC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everybody got hype on it. We saw some really early like reviews, like giving it like you know seven out of ten, eight out of ten, nine out of ten. And I was one of the first people when that very first seven out of ten came out that was like, hey. "I'll buy that. I'll, I'll agree with that." Just yep. based on what I've seen so far. Um, well, I, I took I kind of took everything with a grain of salt that knowing that with the hype that was there there was no way it could be a perfect ten out of ten right it's just not possible yep yeah when 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 it comes to reviews really you can only trust one person your your experience will be different than than mine like right I feel like if we all had to rate this of what we were thinking uh you know every listeners and all. Um, it, it would just be different because you know my anticipation for the game might be different than yours, or you know what's mm-hmm. happened to me with my hardware might be different than what happened with you in your hardware. Yep. Um, so you know, really, it's only that one person that can truly decide what the rating is, um, and that's kind of an individual thing. We can just kind of give you examples, and hey, this is what people are saying about it, and. Seven, a seven out of ten is a really good score. Yeah, like um, that's exactly my thing. Is like it, I, it, I agree. The system's broken. A lot of people read it wrong. They, they mm-hmm. go, "Oh, if it's not a nine or ten, it's not a good game." But yeah, as like, I've always me, said, C's a, get degrees, baby. A ten <laughs> out of ten is really hard to hit, and historically, I would get very few games a ten out of ten in my entire life. Right, but like we're kind of ingrained with that old retail mindset of anything less than a 9 or a 10 is a failure, which is what breaks society. It's awful. Yes. Like, no, dude, seven's still good. Um, Five this is, is still... kind of proof that, like, yeah. mm-hmm. even though this... And, and that's kind of one of the problems that people had is that the review codes went out for PC, so nobody got to review it on console. And then Smart. is when people started having all the issues by playing on the older consoles. Yep. There's a lot more PS4s out there than there are PS4 Pros and PS5s, things of that nature. Um, and that started to dip a lot of the stuff to the point where people were reviewing it one way on PC, then one way on console. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we kind of heard some really cool news uh, the following day, too. Um, as far as those reviews go, um, we're, we're all no strangers to the idea that reviews make an impact on bonuses. Mm-hmm. Um, Terrible practice of, in the industry, it, it, it's by awful, the way. It's awful. A lot of places, if they don't get good reviews on like Metacritic and things like that, then they don't get bonuses. The dev teams themselves don't. Yeah. The executives are still going to take their big paychecks home for all these sales and stuff. Of course. But the people that worked 60-hour weeks and mm-hmm. the people that went through so much mental health crises and, and family issues because they were trying to get this work done for what they originally had as a passion aren't going to be yeah. getting anything out of it because of some bad reviews. Um, right. But then, I guess, uh, an email went out 
to the teams and said, hey guys, um, you're going to get paid bonuses regardless of the review ratings. That's good. That's really yeah, good. That's, that's, um, it, it's, it's definitely what you, what you want to hear. You want... Um, like like these guys, no matter what, no matter what really happened with this game, guess mm-hmm. what? They still did the work. They busted Someone their ass. Someone paid them to do the work. Yeah. They busted their ass just the way that you go to work and bust your ass. And but um, and like we've talked about it before, they busted their ass so hard on it. But how many of those people are going to be pushed away from this field because of their experience doing this? How many of those see, people are going to make a one and done after going through so much stress and stuff? Yeah. Um, I feel like at least throwing these bonuses out to everybody is a, a, a real thank you and kind of an apology mm-hmm. uh, as far as and also just owning up. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I, I definitely see what you're saying there about like uh, the bonuses definitely help. It definitely, um, you know, kind of softens the sting. Um, I think if anyone was on this title as, Hey, this is one of my first titles or, you know, kind of a one and done situation. Um, it would be a learning experience for them, and they would go, "Okay, cool. I know not to work for that, <laughs> not to work for yeah. them." Um. So, uh, you know, it it, it is. Um, I, I think they would just kind of grow ultimately, um, and and go from there. But th- definitely, a hundred percent. Like these, this is that was such good they, news. They, they, I was yeah. I was so excited to share that news when I found out. Like as yeah. soon as I saw it, I threw it in the chat, and you guys both saw it. Yep. Yeah. And, and I, I think my biggest response in a couple of places I shared it was like just fuck yeah, like yes, like this is what was needed the entire time. Thank you, like fucking good. Um, and and honestly, this, I don't think it was ever off the table. I, I don't think that they would have. I think no matter what getting to the end of this i don't think they would have stuck to that it just see i don't think cd project red is that kind of company i don't think they're the kind of company that would go um hey if this gets bad reviews you guys are boned mm-hmm. um well that's just it though is it wouldn't be a matter of you get bad reviews you guys are boned um the way it's always set for people um with any kind of company is and you already know it it's the better you do the better you do um, right it's never a matter of if you don't do this, you're getting hurt, you're getting penalized. It's never put as a penalty. It's always put as that. It's it's capitalism at its finest because it's always put as if you do better, this is your reward. When that reward should have already been in place as part of right. the overall price that you were getting. Um, the fact that there were so many people that were busting their asses as hard as they were for so long... Um, I read a review out there, or not a review, but I read an article that was talking about how much stress that crunch can put on some people, and some of these bugs and issues that we're having could be due to the stress from the crunch that was mm-hmm. there. For sure. Yeah. Um, and we've all been there, where it's like, you know, you bust ass so hard, and then you have to do even more work, and you fuck up. It happens. Your brain's fried at a certain point. You're yep. physically and mentally exhausted. You're more prone to make mistakes at that point. That's why there are studies out there that have shown that even the 40-hour work week isn't good for people. Um, an average of around 30 is what's best because anything after that, you start making more mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of saw that to the extreme. And we, we'll probably never know if some of these issues we're having now are due to scenarios like that happening, but it's completely possible. Um 
I'm just really glad to see that everybody still has at least a silver lining to all the work they went through. Um, They could say they dropped a game that sold so well that it made every bit of their money back in one day. They sunk a lot of their lives into it and then are still getting rewarded. I would like to see what kind of bonuses they're getting. I think that would be really cool. Um, If it ties into anything from the overall sales on the game, I think that would be sweet. Um, But I'm okay with playing this game and it being buggy for a couple weeks while these guys take a breather. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Um, the the things that are happening, the crashes, you know, I, I mentioned that I've had definitely more than 10. Um, they're not uh, you know, breaking this game for me. Uh, they're not making it so, oh, man, it's not uh, like a Dead Island scenario where it didn't save and I lost <laughs> like five hours of gameplay. Yeah. Um, it picks up almost immediately for me. Um you know, and, and I do a lot of exploring. I think I, I'm really stopping and smelling the roses on this one. And that's um, my problem, is I'm the opposite way when it comes to games. So I my trouble with open world games is stopping to smell the roses, because then I get distracted mm-hmm. and never finish anything. <laughs> well, it, it's not so much... Like, I'm still finishing stuff. Like, I'm doing side stuff and, you know, not plowing through the main story. Like, uh... You know, like some people do. They just sit down like, okay, I'm going to finish this whole storyline. And then 45 minutes later, you know, they're done and they're on to, you know, the next piece of the puzzle. Um, I'm doing the side things, like looking. There's some, like, cool collectibles and some fun people to talk to. Um, And really using that as an excuse to explore the city. Um, One of the things I'm looking for is... uh, uh, like mods for clothing. I don't mm-hmm. know why it's so hard to find clothing mods. They're sort of rare, yeah. I have I have a shirt that has four slots, and I was like, I could load that bitch up with armor. This will be like the best shirt ever. Mm-hmm. Wrong. Nope. Can't Nothing find, to find. I literally cannot find a clothing mod that's better than uh, uncommon. Yeah. That in the whole game, I've been playing. I've probably like twenty twenty five hours at this point. Yeah, the clothing mods are definitely rare. They're hard, really hard to find. And I've been going out of my way every time I'm, like, done playing. I'm like, oh, I'm going to jump on jump on a vehicle and I'm going to drive over to this location or whatever. This this pl- clothing shop I've never been to before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm finding so. money to be kind of tight. I don't know, maybe really? if it's the way I'm playing, but I feel like I'm always out of money. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I really haven't had... I really haven't had too much of an issue with money. Mm. Are you breaking down a lot of weapons? Yeah. Yeah, I, I sell a lot of stuff. I'm crafting, baby. I'm a crafter. Yeah, and, Actually, and I, crafting... I think that that brings up a really good question really quick. Um, mm. uh, origin stories. What did everybody pick? Mm. Oh, yeah. That's fun. Um, yeah, I was a I was a corpo. And then uh, talking about builds, I'm going for like a hacker build. What, what made you pick corpo? My real life. Same, same. Uh, I, I went, um, I went street kid, um, and I, I'm doing pretty much a stereotypical street kid. Mm-hmm. But, now, you, um, you you told me you weren't originally planning on going street, right? No, no, I planned on going nomad when yeah, when it hap- when we had hap- happened to talk about this before, um, and I don't know, it, it seems really a nomad seems really fun. You're kind of an outsider 
coming into the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't even necessarily like city folk. Um, I know I don't. They, I mean, they, they make that point uh, at a certain point, you know, a certain time. You know, as you're, I was reading through some of the logs and things like that. They do just point out, like, that's weird that you're working with me. Uh, usually, nomads don't really like people from the city. So that's and and that's an interesting thing in the world. You know, just more world building. Mm. Um, but when I sat down and started thinking about what. Uh, you know what is this story to tell? Um, I was drawn to Street Kid because you know that's a, it's definitely probably the toughest life. Whereas because they see what is happening in you know people who have a lot of money and they don't have a lot of money. They live in that world, but they're the bottom rung of that world. Mm-hmm. Whereas nomads are completely outside. And they're, uh, yeah, a lot of them are kind of content. It's like people who, um, you know, people who like live in like the country. They know they don't. They're not surrounded by, you know, like city. Mm-hmm. To you know, they don't have all these things at their disposal. Like if you lived in the city, but they're still like that doesn't matter to me. Yep, it's not really a big deal. Um, so when I started, when I broke it down and started thinking about it, the story I. I wanted to be a part of was the street kid um and i i've really taken a uh um a stealth approach with the Mm -hmm. character um messing around with silenced pistols and sniper rifles yeah so and even that i when i sat down and started making the character I was like, I want to run SMGs and shotguns. I want to be like close quarter character. It just at every turn, you're I don't know. I, I just say let it take you organically wherever, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, wherever it's, it's gonna go. That's kind of how I'm playing through on mine right now. Is that I'm I plan on letting it just be kind of a more organic thing. I'm not gonna determine already what kind of character I'm really gonna run. I, I did go corpo. Um, I originally wanted to go street really bad just because I feel like aesthetically and, and just yeah that really fits the thing the most felt better but I, I for some reason I thought about it and I just went I jumped into corpo and I'm glad I did um, it just feel it felt right and it still feels right because it's the idea of just doing your job you're just a cog in the machine and you're doing your job but mm-hmm. at what point does that line between what is your job and what isn't your job? get blurred too much yeah. to the point where you're kind of have to just go with it and I, I don't know it made me jump at it it was really just an easy decision for me when I booted it up um, mm-hmm. I don't regret it at all I'm really digging it so far just from the just the, the idea of it there and I like how they set up your introductory like epilogue chapter with your background before you actually get into the real game yeah mm-hmm. yeah um I'm interested to go back and see those different, uh, like, epilogue and see how people, you know, meet the, you know, where where the fates kind of converge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like, I, I, up to this point, I only know the street kid's connection, like, how he met people like Jackie. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's cool. That's cool that it, it is a different experience. I love that with... Uh, I really love that with um, gaming. I know I mentioned it 
I mentioned it when we've talked about things like Mass Effect previously. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it reminds me a lot of um, the, I guess, like Dragon Age Origins, like the origin stories. Like the yeah. the way yeah, that it just like, changes the whole context of the game. Yeah, like yeah. that first chapter is all that matters. And then after that, you're like, boom, here's your first mission to go do your thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, um, they've done a really good job, like, of flushing out all of the. Like every every aspect of the game, and the issue with all of the crashing is it's because I feel like it's because there's too much of it that's happening on screen at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, it there's just like little thing like everything's kind of in the right place. It might need to shift a little bit, and then the screws tightened. But that's pretty much where we are. Um, yeah. And a lot of people who are you know. I really want to play this on next gen. I have a PlayStation, you know, I have a, a PlayStation 4 or I have a um, Xbox One. Um, I think you are making a good move to try and, like, hold off. Uh, you're going to have a better experience, even if you hold off by, uh, you know, if you're trying to get um, a system early next year, mm-hmm. uh, I think you're going to do yourself a huge service by holding off and waiting to get this on um, you know, waiting to get this on a device that can play it uh, not even at an optimal setting just yeah. better than what the lowest setting is yeah um, so the next bit is uh, not surprising it was, <laughs> but it was a little surprising it caught me off guard it, it, it didn't catch me off guard but uh, and I'll explain that why here in a second. But uh, following the launch, uh, CD Projekt Red's stock price had actually dropped twenty nine percent. Yeah, almost a third. Holy shit! They lost almost a third of their value. So it did come back a little bit. Um, so yeah, from December fourth, uh, it was at four forty three. Polish whatever four forty three lotes or whatever. Um, and ended at three thirteen point nine earlier today, which was two days ago. Um, twenty nine percent. So it did come back up a little bit. Um, I can't see where they mentioned that, but it it did come back up a little bit. So they ended up losing about nineteen percent of their value. But it's like for one of the biggest releases of all time. The 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 thing with it is, I, I wonder if the people who are selling are just immediately going, you know what? I've had these, I've had this stock for a while. I don't think following the hype that they get, I, I think it comes down to the hype. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think with the game releasing, guess what? The hype is going to die. Uh, and inevitably true. it's going to drop off. It's going to be less than what it was. So I think a lot of people were going, okay, that's my cue to sell. I don't think it's going to be, it, you know, I'm going to get as much value out of this down the road as I am right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but for those of you looking to buy, now's a great time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So it's it, it's it's a cycle, you know. It's very um, odd though, and it's like like literally, what do I have to do to like please you people? <laughs> where it's like, you know, we were talking about that before, where. Um, I mean, it kind of has nothing to do with the game. It has to do yeah. with the 
perception of the game. What do you, you know? What do people think of this game? Is this game going to be able to have that amount of hype again? Absolutely not. It's it's um, the hype train has pulled into the station and is letting everybody off. Yeah. Um, because you're getting to finally play this thing that you've been looking at since fucking like 2012 or whatever. Um, so I, I get it. I get it from you know, someone who has not invested but has looked heavily into investing. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes sense. It's weird. But it is very weird. <laughs> Um, especially on the day of launch, I, I expect. Yeah, I, see, I would expect it like a couple weeks later. It, yeah, I would expect it to see. Okay, here's and, like and, a two and month I, period. And I, I expect, would expect a gradual drop. Yes, I expected. Uh, that's what I expected. Hey, here's a two month period. In two months, we've lost you know, uh, like fifteen or twenty percent. I didn't expect it to be thirty percent, and I didn't expect yeah. it to all be in one day. That's the yeah, I didn't expect it to be, hey guys, we're in the black. We literally made every cent of the game back already. What the fuck happened to the stock? Not good enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the biggest so, releases of all time. Not good enough. More, you know, it, again, the CD Projekt Red has another kind of like faith issue. These people don't have faith that they can continue. You know, mm-hmm. and, and that's the story with The Witcher. Um, that guy did the, the I, I can't even remember his name who wrote The Witcher had no faith that the video game was going to make it anyway. Um, so uh, as uh, Dutch would Red, say, have a little goddamn faith, Arthur. I think that what we're <sighs> really gonna see, I think what's gonna matter the most is going to be the coming weeks and the coming months. Um, if all of these problems start getting fixed and everything starts getting polished, um, it was really hard to not say polished. Um, <laughs> but if if we start seeing all of that stuff happen and start seeing it get better and, and get rid of a lot of these bugs, a lot of these issues, then awesome. But if we continue, you know, a couple months down the line, still have a, a broken experience for so many people and such a fragmented experience, they're dropping patches daily right now. Yeah, um, like to try like to help fix thirty this. gig patches too. Yeah, yeah that like, was a big boy. Uh, that's another like, thing. Damn, it's a much smaller install and in, in everything for Xbox than it is on PlayStation. I had to delete another game to be able to install the patch. The base install was like, what, less than 60 gigs for us on Xbox? And it was like over 100 for you on PlayStation? Mm. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't recall. I just set it and then did not even look at it. I just deleted things that I was done playing on. Yeah. Like it was, it was big. It. Um, it, I mean, this has been a very big experience. Um, everything having to do with Cyberpunk's been huge. Yep. I was listening to NPR the other day, and Keanu Reeves was being interviewed about his role in the game. Love wow. his role on NPR. And that was that. Yeah, he was on NPR, and they were talking. Like, it's I huge. thought it was awesome that a video game segment happened on NPR. Yeah, because cool. it was about the art side of it and the idea. Of, they were like, "Hey, your character in the game has a very rich." rich backstory very fleshed out and detailed um and this is a video game so how how do they go about doing that they were asking questions like that and he just kind of laughed about it and and just explained to them it's no different than any other art form like it with storytelling it really isn't um but i just thought it was really cool that like of all things i went to pick my kid up from daycare the other day after playing the game for a little bit and i was listening to keanu reeves talk about his role in the game and i was like what this is I, this is NPR. Oh yeah. I'm normally I'm used to hearing like political stuff and all this crazy news happening. This is awesome. 
yeah, that's that. That is a really. Uh, it's really cool to see that get um, you know kind of a moment there. Yeah, so um, like it's the fact that the game is just broken so much more. It's everywhere. Yeah, it's it's everywhere, and we'll get into a little bit more later. But like the game awards were the same day. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's the only place I didn't see cyberpunk stuff. Yep, that's came out surprising. too late for game awards. I, I, I expected was... there to be something there. Yeah, I thought well, maybe I they would show off the uh, the uh, DLC or something. Yeah, or well, not even that. Or but some like, plans, just or kind something. of like anything. Yeah, a new trailer. Hey, the game released today, but yeah. we're glad you're watching or whatever. Maybe a congrats, guys. We'll talk to you in a year when we start talking about these awards. Like, who knows? Um, it'll be and, for, it'll be in the conversation, but it's not gonna it's, win. It's no, no, and we'll definitely get into that more when we start talking about our game award stuff later here. Yeah. Um, but as far as cyberpunk news, I mean, how long did we wait for this, guys? How long have we been talking about this? Thirty long, years. We've spent uh, almost an hour on just talking about cyberpunk right now, and I feel like we could go on for literally hours more um, just yeah. based on our first experiences with it mm. which is a really cool feeling considering we were able to go on for just as long previously about our excitement and anticipation for it yeah and this is something I would really like to do um, you know one of our like spoiler casts for after mm-hmm. we have a little bit you know after all of us have had a little bit of time to sit down and um, play around with it get you know more than 10 hours in I think that's a, a good point to um, you know, kind of have that conversation. Um, yeah. But, yeah, uh, there are there were other things that happened this week, as much as we, we would love to just sit here and, I think, c- continue yeah. talking about it. Um, that kind of uh, sums up everything. The, you know, the bullet points are Cyberpunk made its money back, the team members got their bonuses, and no matter what happened there, it still lost about twenty nine percent of its stock price. Jesus. Just yeah, crazy. I, I feel like it's, crazy. it was a roller coaster ride for literally just this game. Um, yeah. I, I I know I didn't get a physical copy of the game. Um, I know a couple people did, but I went. To, I'm playing the digital copy for my Xbox until my PlayStation Collector's Edition arrives. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like they did do the typical CD Projekt fashion of putting all kinds of goodies in the physical case, they did. Um, including a little mini like thank you letter. I'm assuming because um, they did that for The Witcher Three as well. Um, I don't recall seeing the thank you letter. Okay, because Witcher did one. I wasn't sure if they were going to do it they for did. Cyberpunk. I, I legit almost want to like write a thank you card for Cyberpunk and just send it to the fucking dev team and yeah. be like, hey, you guys that weren't sitting in a, in a cozy office um, crunching spreadsheets, um, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you they, a lot because the collector's this is edition. Awesome. The collector's edition is is really sick. Uh, um, I'm really glad that I ended up getting that. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I I still couldn't wait. I still, the night before, was like, you know what? I'm gonna sell that physical edition when I, that I get. It's it it's it's a wrapped game. I looked it all up. It's just a standard version of the video game. Um, inside the collector's edition case, I just went in and bought it digitally, and so now I have this like physical copy that I'm looking to, you know. I'll probably end up like trading it or selling it to a friend who is interested. Um, but the in, everything with that collector's edition is really cool. It has a really sick art book. It has a like a um, like a handbook for Night City. Uh, yeah, so it has like a foodie guide. That. Yep, um, that was good. There's some and, patches in there too, right? 
Yeah, there's uh, some patches. There's a keychain that looks like the car from all the commercials. There's um, oh, the car that's going to be in the car that is now in Forza Horizon Four. <laughs> I think that's the one because uh, that was an awesome drop too. Uh, they have uh, a couple different pins. They have one for the Night City Heat, and then one for one of the gun ma- manufacturers. Um, and then I think they have like a healthy amount of stickers. Um, but the big thing is uh, you get a different steelbook case in the box. So when I pre-ordered it, I got the Deathburger steelbook case um, mm-hmm. from Best Buy. Um, and that one's just the artist is Deathburger. It he does beautiful work. I'm a massive fan of his artwork. Um, and that case is cool. The one that you get in the collector's edition, the one that I got, um, was uh, Maelstrom. It has mm. the spider on the outside mm. and looks really really sick. Um, I do not have a game to put in it, um, but I, it's still cool. Yeah. Uh, and then you get a really, really good art book. Um, yeah, and the the art book alone, I think, was probably worth it. Um, just because I had had no... Um, like, I knew it was coming with an art book, but it was a really, really good quality art book, and I kind of live for that when I get mm-hmm. collector's editions. I'm really um, excited to get mine. Um, yeah. Mine is... Uh, I ordered mine through GameStop, so... Um, they had some big holiday season snafus with their shipping. Um, mm-hmm. They used yeah. to ship UPS. They recently went FedEx. And this month, FedEx is kind of like, sorry, holiday shopping is going to suck. We're not going to be picking stuff up from your stores now. <laughs> um, you guys have to figure something else out for that. So what is happening now is a bunch of their orders that were packed up. Employees have to take them to the post office. Um, so some of the warehouse That's orders are also only going brutal. through postal mail now instead of through like FedEx or UPS. Yeah. So I think that my pre-order bonus, the necklace, which looks dope, um, is getting shipped out via UPS. But I think my actual collector's edition is going to arrive via the postal service. Hmm. Uh, and it won't Great be here until like next week. So luckily I've already got the game digitally because I bought the Cyberpunk console. Um, I'm just yeah. waiting to get my hands on that on that collector's edition now, so I can figure out where in the hell I'm putting all that stuff. Yep. So they did not give you the thank you letter, but the um, in the collector's edition, it comes in this really cool like case. Uh, like ev- everything is in like this case that's next to the styrofoam that holds the statue. Um, on one side, you have the art book and the patches, everything else that I've already mentioned. On the other side, under this clear film. Um, is the game and it's kind of like set down you know kind of set down in uh that clear film that's over it it's like kind of like a hard plastic film that is just kind of protecting it i guess um has the signature of everyone who worked on it nice Uh, so that's really cool yeah um i I think that's kind of the you know like the thank you the acknowledgement of all these people who typically their thank you has been inside the actual game case itself um like normal advertisement inserts would be yeah yeah so it's uh oh it's still really cool they always go all out with their physical goodies um as a way to thank people so i think that's really cool um but I'm, i'm very impressed with that statue though i'm big big fan of like the way that it it's it's three solid pieces um 
It's a really sweet statue. The detail, the detail is super good. I've been waiting for that for a long time. I think you, yeah, on Twitter, I was like, "Hey, here it is," and you're just like, "If I known you'd wanted a photo of it, I would have just sent you one." And I was like, "You son of a bitch!" Yeah, I keep forgetting I have it. I, I saw it in the background of you took a photo uh, of something, or there was something. It might have been that stream that we did where we were geeking out about um, Final Fantasy sixteen. I was watching yeah, that live stream. I think it was sitting in the background. Yeah, it's on my it's on my Xbox shelf and my bookshelf right now, and I keep yeah. forgetting that it's there. Um, it's it's, it's a I, really quality statue. It's it's very detailed. It's awesome. Um, yeah. I'm very hyped for a second one now. Apparently, <laughs> a second statue. Oh yeah, you are you're getting, <laughs> you are getting because I got the collector's edition all the way because I got the statue from CD Projekt Red last year for being a manager still. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that was dope. They sent it to us early. I was like, I'll take it. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but anyway, that's, uh, that's, let, that's cyberpunk. <laughs> let's stop talking about cyberpunk. Let's move on. There were other cool things that happened, so let's dig into that. Um, if you guys get the chance, head over to facebook.com backslash mammothgamesing. Talk with us uh, about cyberpunk, please. Um, and show us your I, V. I want to see your V. Uh, I want to see your character. There's um, a lot of good options. I want to see what... what uh, you know, clothing and accessories that you're rocking. Um, which so, hairstyle? Which beard? Yeah, I was go, I was bummed on facial hair just, um, options because mm-hmm. I'm rocking sideburns and a mustache these days, and there's no good sideburns and a mustache. Yeah, it's only I, like full blown mutton chops and a mustache. <clears throat> yeah, I, and I had to go with that longer beard with the kind of curly mustache. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the only option I had. Um, but yeah, uh, we appreciate all the likes, comments, and shares as well. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, that is at uh, Mammoth Games Inc. So you know when we go live and do junk just like this. Um, let's jump into the game releasing. Uh, the game releasing. Yes. <laughs> uh, technically, it's still games. Well, it's, it yeah. is. It's a collection of games. And uh, it's, remains, I'm actually super made specifically for, it. for Johnny. It, yeah. This one. It, uh, yeah, it said to Johnny. Um, December 14th through the 20th, the biggest release that we see coming on the 15th um, is the collection, uh, the Final Fantasy Legends coming out for Switch. Yeah, it is the it is the Saga Collection. It was also in the U.S. known as the Final Fantasy Legend Collection because everything back then was called Final Fantasy yep. because Square didn't think that we could handle that many different RPG franchises. Um <laughs> How dare it's, they? But it's the Game Boy versions of the Saga games, um, which later had Saga Frontier and all that stuff, um, which we just had an announcement about a few weeks ago. Um, but I absolutely love these games. I grew up on them. I played two way more than anything. Um, I never got to play the first one, so I am excited for that. Um, but I'm very hyped to get this collection. I've been waiting for it for a while. I wish there was a physical thing for it, but I'll just take what I can get. Um, it's definitely dated, yeah. but Final mm-hmm. Fantasy Legend 2, I'm still seeing people speedrun like crazy. Um, nice. Really, really neat series. If you like turn-based RPGs and want a different approach to them for a decent value, I think it's a really awesome triple pack. Um, 2 mm-hmm. and 3 are both phenomenal. 3 is the best. It's just got so much depth to it. Um, What's uh? What was the price point on this boy? Did you have an? Oh idea? man, I can't even remember because it's been so long. I have to look it up really quick. Um, yeah, the Legend series was never something that I got into, which is very surprising. Um, 
Especially being able to like take that with me. Mm. I, I don't know what um, kind of pulled me away from that. So they were they were really good. Um, I did have a lot of fun with them. Uh, it's twenty bucks. That's twenty bucks for three full games. Um, they added a lot of really cool on-screen like overlays to make it feel like you're playing on a retro handheld. Um, but what's cool is in the first two, you kind of pick your characters for the team. So you have all these different races and, and different kinds of people you can choose to play with. Um, the third one's a little bit different, much deeper, um, but still really cool. Um, third one has some crazy wonky time traveling mechanics and stuff to it too which makes it a much deeper story but these are the kind of games that you can technically sit down since they're handheld games from the game boy era you can plow through each like the first two games over a long weekend mm-hmm. um nice but they're yeah. still really cool some neat little twists and stuff there um i absolutely loved the story and stuff for them though i thought they were really cool um, and I love the character design. Um, the artwork has just always been phenomenal. Um, even on and the music, the music is second to none. It's it's so good for Game Boy music. Nice. So, so I yeah, this was coming out this week, so I'm definitely <laughs> buying it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's like we after the week that we had, um, it like looking at like. It's almost like, uh, I don't even know if we can talk about any other games that are coming out. Uh, but this one is coming out the 15th, so if you are uh, interested in that, uh, go pick that up for the Switch. It's a good get been, for a good price. Yeah, and it's been a hell of a week. Like We got Cyberpunk, and now I'm going to have Final Fantasy. And mm-hmm. as we're about to get into, the Epic Store freebies are fire. Yep, yep. very, very good this week. Um, and we have some cool stuff to look forward to. So as we mentioned last week, Pillars of Eternity, the Definitive Edition, and Tyranny Gold Edition uh, did indeed release for Epic Game Store for free. Yeah. So go I grab those. That's Obsidian, y'all. That's all that matters. <laughs> um, these games are two huge award-winning titles. They're really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'd be playing them the way you're meant to play them, which is on a PC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So coming up next... They have, um, what did they call that? It was like the Epic Games. Uh, it's, like the fi- it's like the 15 Days of Christmas. Um, so yeah, yeah. They're dropping a mystery game every day for the rest of the year, starting later this week. Well, yep. uh, up into, yeah, well, yeah, for the rest of the year. Because um, it starts in a few days. Yep. So, 17th. Kind of like how it was a few months back when everyone started really getting into the Epic Store and we got Grand Theft Auto. Who knows what we're going to be getting because we're going to be getting a lot of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that that's cool. I mean, it, this is not something that Epic is like. Doesn't seem like something that they want to slow down on. Um, and that's what I was afraid of. I was afraid they were going to get their audience and they were going to go like, and scale back and we're done. Yep. Um, just keeps growing. And even like like we say pretty much every week, even if you have no interest, just in, you don't have a PC. Just go grab these. It's not going to hurt you to build a collection uh, now, on a system I, I that will, you don't... Or, or, I, yeah, I, something I will you argue on that one, though. I did not get the last two weeks freebies because of uh, moral conflicts. you got to do what you got to do. Mm. You know? Um, I don't no, remember if I, don't remember if I got the last two I'm weeks. I'm not taking Mudrunner. I took Mudrunner just because I wanted to be able to laugh at it as I'm kind of going through. Hell I don't yeah. think I'll ever... Play Mudrunner. Sorry, Mudrunner. Your boy's um, Mudrunning right now. 
Yeah, mud run into the bathroom. Um, so let's right. jump into the news. We had um, some big boys this week. Yeah, we mentioned. Uh, uh, why does this keep kind of happening? What that? Why it can't was the we... Game Awards? Yeah. Yeah. Why couldn't it just been the Game Awards? You know, but no, we got a bunch of other cool stuff that happened. So, um, I think we're starting with the Game Awards, pretty much. Yeah, we'll start with the Game Awards because we can pretty much plow through it. A lot of the stuff was already announced previously, but it was in places and times that everyone just forgot about it. Um, So, there's definitely some new stuff in here and some stuff that feels really new. Mm -hmm. And then there was some stuff that just felt really familiar and then I thought... I've heard that. Where do I know that? Oh, yeah, that's like eight months ago news. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so to start, one of the big things, uh, they teased the new Mass Effect. So just for pure transparency, um, I did not end up watching the whole Game Awards. This is the first time in probably mm. like four years, five years, that I was not glued to my computer screen. Okay. Watching the game awards and doing like live tweeting and and sharing um, had some other things that I was doing. So uh, some of this stuff might even be a little bit uh, newer for me to check out too. Um, but I did hear about a lot of the really big things that were announced, mm-hmm. and one of those uh, was the next Mass Effect had uh, right. I guess like a, an official teaser trailer so yeah when um, we heard that being, uh, yeah, all of like, the senior leadership was leaving bioware uh they did say yes we're still working on dragon age and mass effect it so, so that was the first thing when someone mentioned it to me they didn't know i wasn't watching and yeah. they said uh holy a new mass effect and my first thing was okay who's making it yeah um because everyone's left uh this i mean i understand the pedigree you need to have that title it's like um Mm. we all wear shoes but some of them say nike you know what i mean um so i just don't know what we would get from this where it's (sighs) you're bringing up a really neat point and it's going to be kind of looked at in the reverse way in a couple titles yeah, okay, yeah. It's like, I get what you're saying, which is like, can we really call this Mass Effect? Because, mm-hmm. like, in the entire it is, but in substance, is it really? Yeah. Um, and I, I get what you're saying there. Um, and remember, I never was a big Mass Effect guy. I right. could not get into the series because I have to play things in order. Mm. And as everybody has told me, Mass Effect 1 sucks compared to the rest. Yeah. Um, and it's not even that it's bad, it's just that it's nowhere near as good as the ones that and followed. It, yeah, it really just did not age well. Yeah. Part so, of I look forward to it getting re-released and hopefully having some nice quality of life updates. I'll get into it. Yeah. Um, but I'm that person that even enjoyed Andromeda because at least play, it played well. Right. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I think I, I enjoyed Andromeda too. Uh, it, it was one of those games that I got much later. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did not pick that one up day one. Smart. Um I took time off work to play Andromeda. <laughs> that was a brutal week. Uh, yeah, oh, man, I thought this was going to be like a mini vacation, but shit. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it, it's... Um, it, what I'm getting at is, at what point do you have to do something do something else with your company? Because the company is not known for what it was known for previously. 
Right. Um, so, what you know, just, what would you say they're known is, for now? What would we what? What would you say they're known for now? Uh, High-profile people quitting. Yeah. Uh, I would say people uh, exiting very fast. Yeah. Um, no, I, I would say they're... I mean, they have proved to us that they can make good gameplay. Um, I think they need to work, and I think it's kind of a leadership thing. Mm. I think they need um, their leads to be more connected. It, it doesn't have... There's there's a, a line here when you're looking at, let's create a video game. On on the left, you have your indie game. A couple people. Maybe even one person. We, we have friends... Uh, that have made a game from beginning to end themselves and released it on, uh, on systems. Dude, look um, at Axiom Verge. <laughs> on the other end, you have something that is too many cooks in the kitchen. Um, I think Bioware got to that other end. Um, and there were just too many strong opinions in the room. And those strong opinions said, hey, well, it's time to go then. Um, so when that happens, it's like these people that were really, really holding, they were the glue that really held together what this team can do. And people were looking to them. What, what do I do to make this good? Um, I'll say they're that gone with, with the way you put it with too many cooks in the kitchen. Um, I think Anthem was that perfect example. Yes. Uh, and if you do keep with the kitchen and cooks analogy, it was that, yeah, you had all of these different people that were really good at different things, making their own dishes, but when it all came together, it was not a good meal. Nothing went well with each other. Yeah. Like, nothing paired properly. And that might be because the head chef bounced before serving came up. Yeah, he was snorting crack in the bathroom. Yeah, again. Um, and I think a lot of that comes down to... Um, strain and stress we see a lot of these guys that have left go you know what i'm gonna start my own thing i'm gonna leave and we even see people that aren't big that work worked at ea um i i would when we could get together um would frequent uh an um, orlando local thing called indianomicon um and a lot of the guys are like yeah i used to work at ea and now I have this Kickstarter that's coming up and I'm working on this game with three other people. And they left because it's like at some point your creative freedom is just taken away. Uh, and, and it's not like nothing that you would have made for this game is coming through. And that's why those people leave. And that's because there's too many people that are too high up that have no idea what's happening on the creation process are making decisions. Mm. Um, so I think Mass Bioware and EA and you know Mass Effect and Dragon Age and, and the like, they are pretty much the number one offender of that. The, the, there's people just too high up making too many decisions that they have no earthly business making. I, I've always said it. Do not let the development team named the video game. That's how you end up with Murder Hobo Shotgun. Mm. Um, I worked on it. Not great. <laughs> Not great. Sounds um, like it would have been amazing, though. It had nothing to do with murder or hobos or shotgun. It was a 
like a almost Legend of Zelda like dungeon crawler. I don't <laughs> oh, I, I even under that. And I brought it up every time. I'm like, are we really? You guys really set on that name? They're like, oh yeah, yeah, of course. And I'm like, of course you are. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> like, what what are you gonna do? Uh, so that's why they bounce. Um, so it, it makes sense. But um, I'm interested. I'm very interested to see now that these people that are larger than life have all hit the bricks. Um, who are these guys going to look to? This game could come out and it could there could be some new people entering the arena here. <clears throat> they could be like, okay, you know, so-and-so, this art lead really helped keep the art direction on point. And, uh, you know, this, this guy over in, you know, helping with narrative he really really brought it together and kept the guys um focus um it 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 all kind of comes down to that it could be this uh like almost cinderella story of you know the ragtag group of people that were put together when everyone else left um making a, a really good game um or it could continue on the path of we are all kind of working individually Mm -hmm. and we put the game together at the end and now it looks like this um so we'll see uh i'm hopeful though for mass effect because i really really do like um i really like the universe and i like the characters this it's um i I put it on the same level as something like star wars i i I love seeing the lore and things that are happening in the world so Mm um I, i know filter you're the resident Bioware expert. So I yeah. feel like... I know we've talked about this a lot. Um, yeah, but I, I definitely talk my fair amount of shit about uh, Bioware. And again, it is that type of thing that's like, you know... They might hand off the torch to a younger crew that has a more unified vision and they could make something better. Uh-huh. But there's just nothing to suggest right now that, you know, we can that's expect anything to. good out of it. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so we'll get back to Bioware... Uh, here in a little bit. Um, yep. Alright, so... Um, I believe from the creator of A Way Out, right? Um, What's his name? Uh, Yosef uh, Ferris? Yeah. Is he the guy? So, <laughs> I, I'm not sure if he's still involved, but a lot? it might oh, be the okay. same studio. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, he is, so... They're working yeah. on a new game that was announced Fuck at the, the Game Oscars. Awards. Fuck the Oscars, man. He's right. He was right all along. He was right all along. Uh, it Takes Two. Another uh, two-player cooperative game. Um, seems interesting. Yeah. It definitely seems weird. So it's got his kind of vibe on it. Yeah. Um, a Way Out was a little more... Um, serious. A little more serious. It, it, it really tackled. It felt like it was kind of bringing this, uh, not forced multiplayer, but it really like heavily. You want to play this with another person mm-hmm. um, to something like uh, uh, I, I don't want to say like a Telltale game, but something like a Don't Nod game. Yeah. Um, and it seems like they're kind of sticking to that. You know, they're they're leaning a little heavier on the. Um, Narrative, which is cool. Um, this looks fun. Uh, this is literally my first time seeing it. I, I like 
Um, it, it looks like a like a little like action platformer, mm. um, where yeah, it looks like it looks it has something to do with uh, a couple for sure. Yep. Um, so that's 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 kind of uncharted territory. I feel like I, I don't feel like um, we get a lot of like uh, husband and wife teams. In games, yeah, that's uh, I think somebody. I think somebody referred to it as uh, Divorce Simulator 2020. Hell yeah! <laughs> Y'all ever watch a Marriage Story? <laughs> 2020. But this yeah, cool. it, it it looks fun. Um, it kind of reminds me of you know things that we've seen um, in the past. You know, their game and as well something like um, what was that Unraveled? Mm. The second yeah. Unraveled. Yeah. I'm really digging that uh, Book of Love's uh, mustache and eyebrows. Mm-hmm. It's purple. Uh, I don't know if you get if you get the chance, go check out the reveal trailer. Um, but yeah, it looks like this one's coming out uh, March 26th. Yeah. Uh, so not too far off, actually. Interesting stuff. And speaking of interesting stuff, oh boy, here we yeah, go. This this next trailer threw me for a loop. I had no idea what the, what it was going to be about until I got like halfway through it. I still have yeah. no idea what it's going to be about. Looking at the trailer, I I wouldn't have been able to tell you that <laughs> that this is um, a cinematic for Arc Two. Uh, yeah, that was announced. Starring, um, starring. Go ahead. Do you have a fun Diesel. name for him? I, oh. I was think I was trying to think of one. Vast deference. Vernandon. Diesel. Mark Sinclair. <laughs> Your boy Mark Sinclair. Look him up it, with hair. He's definitely ethnic. It just it just looks like it's going more of a narrative route mm-hmm. um, instead of the classic like survival aspect. Um, but that could all change. Who fucking knows anymore with these teams? My Vin yeah. Diesel is gonna be a Neanderthal with a massive dick. <laughs> It sounds like you're playing cyberpunk. Yeah. Yeah, it looks uh, interesting. I really do like the like prehistoric stuff, mm-hmm. I guess. Like yeah. um games kind of rarely broach this topic. I really liked Far Cry Primal. I like Horizon Zero Dawn. Um I like that kind of vibe. That like low tech tribal Yeah, stuff. a little more hands on. Yeah. <clears throat> um I, I don't know what was shared about this, um, but looking at it, it would be really cool to get some sort of uh, like nemesis system going with this. Yeah. It, yeah cool. it, so that's the thing is it reminded me of so many different games while watching the trailer. Yeah. Um, I didn't know what to think. It, was, it felt too overwhelming. So I'm just going to have to wait till we start seeing actual gameplay and see what the game is supposed to be about because this trailer showed you like 600 different things mm-hmm. yeah um, I, I, and I'm getting that like um, I, I immediately already um, like the setting I, I like what Ark has done but it's too ambitious for me um, I, I'm not I, I don't want to I don't want to be forced to log into a game to just continue on Yeah, I want to play on my own time I have a schedule that I have to keep as an adult, and mm-hmm. video games, that should be, uh, for me, I, I like that to be um, a little more whenever I want. Um, 
so you know having to log in every day and arc and make sure my animals are fed so they don't go away or make sure that you know my camp hasn't been raided or whatever um yeah not super interested in that yeah that's just it i like the idea but i also like the idea of like when you step away you're you're away um but you know for other people might be uh you know there are people that might be interested um in in that like i like doing this uh I like doing this every day. I like mm-hmm. being kind of forced to log in because it, it gives me, uh, you know, like a little bit more of a uh, feeling of purpose. And it, it might help with realism for them, too. Yeah. Um, so uh, it, they do have a good cinematic trailer, though. A lot going on. Oh, for um, sure. For yeah. sure. But uh, I, I was thinking that Fast and the Furious took a very, very primal turn. Mm hmm. Fast and Furious primal. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. How will this work? <laughs> Far they go back in furious. time. The rock, the rock has become so big, he claps his hands and creates a dimensional mm. rift. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. actually not too far-fetched. This is pretty much, like, canon. Entirely doable. For sure. Um, man. It's about it's family. Just, it's about family. Uh, just watching this trailer, though, does give you a lot of different vibes johnny you're completely right it's um, way too much it's very weird Th- this last shot the last like i would say last couple the uh, 30 seconds mm-hmm. to this um it, it has them like walking out of the cave you get like a pandora feel mm-hmm. like <laughs> and then you know they kind of like look up and you get like a uh um Horizon Zero Dawn feel, and then it looks up yep. higher, and it's like, look at all those planets. I'm kind of feeling Mass Effect-y right now. Um, so, a little bit all over the place. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see how... If they stay this ambitious, or if it's going to be... Uh, or if it's going to be that all of this cutscene was a waste of time, and then suddenly it's just... Another survival <laughs> game? Yeah. It likely will be another survival game. Like, I got hella Stargate vibes and everything from it, man. Yeah. And then just, like, this. I was like, oh, it's fucking Arc 2? Prehistoric Boogaloo? Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's definitely weird. I, I kind of like that name. <laughs> Arc 2, Prehistoric. Survival Devolved, am I right? No. Okay. Am I, no. No. Am I, I don't know. Am I? I don't know. <laughs> am I, guys. All right. Johnny, you added this one last. Uh, the next trailer that pops up immediately on YouTube is for Perfect Dark. So, by the way, they did announce a Perfect Dark. Mm. Um, I, I don't think we have that one like listed here. No. Um, but if you guys have any, uh, like, if you guys are aware of what Perfect Dark is, um, you'll probably be like, okay, that's pretty cool. If you're unaware, pretty much it is uh, GoldenEye's competitor. Um, yeah. You know, back in the day, that was the other GoldenEye. Uh, it was like, I don't want to say the Wish version of GoldenEye. Um, mm. Because the game was really good. Um, I, I really like Perfect Dark. Uh, but, of course, GoldenEye will be the one that will be remembered. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so there is 
a Perfect Dark 2020 uh, trailer from the Game Board, so go check that out. Um, Johnny added Seasons. What's going on with that? Yeah, Seasons is pretty. Um, it's really pretty, but that's really about it. It's just, hmm. I don't know, it's another one of those, like, storytelling through traveling. Um, it's a walking simulator, except you're not always walking. You're actually riding a bicycle. Hold on. So it's bike simulator. I'm interested. Um, it's super pretty though. Like that's honestly really what got me is it's gorgeous. Um, yeah, I'm trying to figure out where I know this style from. It looks like a bunch of styles kind of mashed together. Into the Spider-Verse. It does have a Spider-Verse vibe. Yeah, it's, it's really weird. It's just, it's titled as uh, the, the video um, description on YouTube is uh, Season, a third-person atmospheric adventure bicycle road trip game. Hell yeah. Th through the eyes of a young woman from a secluded community, explore the world for the first time, collect artifacts and memories before a mysterious cataclysm washes away the world. Damn, don't you hate when a mysterious cataclysm washes away the world? And it doesn't look like it's our world. It's a little different. It, maybe, it, maybe it was. Maybe it was. Yeah. And I like the wise guy. Sold. I can't believe Kylo Ren is in this game. <laughs> All right. That's, uh... Folks? That's the show. Um, no, uh, we did get word that, it, you know, if you have... If you're like me, <laughs> and you haven't played Disco Elysium yet, there's a Final Cut coming out March 20th. Or, even if you uh, have played Disco Elysium, the Final Cut is coming for free. Uh, it's a free upgrade for existing owners. Uh, hey, then it's okay. coming to the Xbox and Switch. Um, the, update, uh, the upgrade is adding a lot of new content to the game. A new political vision quest allows you to go down roads that didn't exist before. A new area is available. There's more to discover, more characters to meet. Um, 4K and 60 FPS, obviously. Uh, Switch, huh? And it's adding voices to all characters. Which, there were That's some ambitious. voiced characters before, but this is adding full voice. <clears throat> cool. So if you go and pick this up, I think I saw that it was um, actually on sale um, yeah. pretty recently. Get the free upgrade, um, so baby. It goes on sale a lot. Free upgrade. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, yeah, it's definitely incentive. Um, let me sure. see. I know I saw it was like... I thought it was earlier today. I saw that it was on sale, actually. Um... I don't know. I might be wrong, but yeah, that, that's a that's a good thing. I love that more and more places are doing that. They're like, hey, you know, this. We know you guys are expecting some sort of update, and here it is you, at no additional cost to you. Um, yeah. yeah, that's definitely that. Just kind of feels good. So, it makes you want to invest more in, um, you know, in the company that that's providing that for you. All right, uh, so back to Bioware. Uh, Love to see Dra it. Dra Dragon Age Four is not dead. Um, you cannot kill it, no matter what you do. Yeah, well, it's a dragon, so mm. dragons are notoriously tough to kill. It keeps dragging on. Am I right? So, uh, uh, yeah, they they had another trailer for what we saw last year, which was what was it like, Fear the Dread Wolf or something like that? Yeah. So. Now they're just straight up calling it Dragon Age 4, uh, which I'm happy to see. 
so the subtitle thing kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, and it, this is another cinematic trailer. Um, so they've, in the previous one, they introduced Varric. Um, or, sorry, but spoiled it. In the previous one, they introduced <laughs> uh, uh, the Dread Wolf uh, Solus. Uh, in this game, they've, or in this trailer, they reintroduced Varric. Um, it's definitely going to be set in Tevinter, which is what we heard about before, and they show some shots of a Tevinter magic-fueled city, which is very good. God, I hate all this Tevinter weather we're having. It's been really some Tevinter-y shit going on. So, mm. um, that's definitely cool. Uh, looks good. They kind of, like, poke some fun at the previous games, which is a little weird. And uh, they show Solus again, and that's all you yeah. get. New logo. Yeah. Um, so it kind of does lead that question, like, when are we getting something concrete? Yeah. Is is that is that a possibility? Uh, Not happening. Because as far as I know, there was nothing, nothing announced at all. Yeah. Basically, aside from hey, at this rate, we're gonna get one character a year uh, until the entire cast is flushed out. Right, so that and could then, be like 15, 16 years. And, and then we're going to have a, a cyberpunk-ass wait for, a, you know, like an eight-year eight year stretch where we're waiting on the game. Um, I will say I really did like the the shot of um, on the ground between the feet of the, mm. like the, the armor. Yeah. Um, uh, that's a great shot. Um, yep, with the big turtle, battle turtles. Approaching. Yeah, the battle turtle, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, they are kind of setting some stuff up here. Um, I, I do really like the... Uh, I, I think the thing that really, really pulled me away from 2 is just the way that the city felt. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it, having bleak moments in a game is definitely good. Um, but that whole thing, the whole game felt bleak. Um yeah. And I, I personally didn't care for that, and I, yeah, I went it all definitely, in on that uh, guy. <laughs> it definitely ran into that common problem where like you're facing down the apocalypse, but you're constantly like, go collect nine hundred fruits, and it's like, yeah. okay, why would you do that? <laughs> I have better things to do. The Earth is literally ripped in half. Um, so seeing and that something is like a- my that you just completely pointed out my ultimate issue with open world games 90% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is really important, but like, are you sure I shouldn't go visit this church to help them find that puppy first? Right. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to hear your full take on Cyberpunk. <laughs> the, Cyberpunk's not bad with that, though. I will say. Um, I, I, not a lot of fetch quests. But, back to Dragon Age. Um... I do like to see this uh, urban mm-hmm. look to it. Um, it, it. I think it, I think it's a good look for the game. Um, yeah, they had experimented with it a little bit in uh, really Inquisition. Too much. Yeah, when you went to uh, Orlé a couple times, but yeah, it was, it was rare and few and far between. Yeah, Orlé, 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 That's what they say. That's their theme song. They say. They say. Yeah. Um, but. You know, uh, it it's going to be interesting to see the way this develops. I mean, yeah. I, I'm looking at it, and I, I have the still kind of stopped here on, on the live stream. Um, 
I, one of the things that, you know, we see a lot of these trailers like, hey, here's this cool cinematic trailer, and you kind of have this idea. Back when we were first getting, uh, like, trailers and things for Cyberpunk, we saw a lot of flying cars, and I have seen, I can count the number of flying cars I've seen probably on yeah. my one hand in the game. Um, so, you know. Maybe it's not in the right neighborhood yet. Maybe I'm not. Maybe it's specific. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking up. All right. Uh, so, Back for Blood yeah. was announced as well. Sure was. Yeah, so, uh, so a trailer started up, and I was watching it, and I was like, man, these Left for Dead mods are getting really crazy. <laughs> They're really going all out there. It wasn't They're a like mod. The end. Well, yeah, not a mod. Out, turns I out mean, it wasn't a mod. Turns out it was just Left for Dead 3. Yeah. But they skipped three. They have... Is They're that the joke? Four. Is that... That's the joke, right? I'm not... I'm not being an asshole here. Yeah, that's, you're not allowed to release threes on... Uh, yeah, when you're, when you're working with Valve. Yeah, anything that was originally in Valve or just inspired by Valve, you're not allowed to do a third. Well, Left 4 Dead 3 was Evolve. Folks? Uh... uh <laughs> I mean, from what I'm seeing here, it looks cool. Um, yeah. I, I, I really like... I really... Um, more than like, I love the um, Left 4 Dead uh, trope. Yeah. I, I love playing the Left 4 Dead game. Um, it's it's really good. It's something that's forever installed on my computer. That's one of the few things that like I'll it. play in multiplayer. Yeah, he, he will. I played it with him. Mm-hmm. Um, Many have. It, uh... I don't know. Uh, is is this going to... Do you think that this will be... Um, I, I don't think it can live up to the, like, no. hype. No, uh, no. It, it'll have its own crew of people that it appeals to. Sure. But realistically, the big reason the Left 4 Dead games are as big as they are now is because now they're cheap. That's a big sure. part of it. It's super accessible. Um, I think they came out at a particular time that allowed yes. them to be that successful. And I don't yes. really think that we live in that kind of era anymore. Yeah, we, we're not no. there anymore. I, I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm really getting, like, we do know that they're, we're supposed to be getting another Dying Light. Yeah, not, we're not going to hear about that for 15 more years. Um, Which is crazy. It's supposed to, did, did it get bumped? Did I yeah. miss the memo? Yeah. It got yeah. bumped from the, uh, from Holiday the 2021. 2020. Oh, no, no. I, I knew it got bumped to, like, May or March 2021. Yeah, but um, there has been no news about it, so that's getting There's been zero news, so that's kind of scary. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, we do live in a very different world, so I'm interested to see how something like a, like a new Left 4 Dead is, uh, is released. Um, who's officially working on this? I, I mean, did I miss that? On uh, Left 4 Dead, Back 4 Blood? Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's uh, I'm getting that. Were they called here. Turtle Rock? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah Turtle Rock, Turtle Rock and WB. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And yeah, and that game's been there for a while. Alpha comes up next week, but I remember this is one of those games that I remember reading about in a Game Informer like beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. I'm actually interested. I'm interested in that. It could album. be really cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll actually probably get at you guys earlier, like, as we get a little I'm bit interested. closer yeah. and let you know, like, hey, we should get the other in play. Um, all right. So we have two more things that were kind of shared over there. Um, and then we'll get to the uh, winners. I uh, I think, uh, Johnny, was it you that was talking about the Callisto pro- uh, Protocol? Yeah, the yeah. so Callisto Protocol, if you just hit the trailer, um, you'll see exactly what I mean. Um, I got really excited really fast for it. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it just visually, right off the bat, I was kind of speechless because I knew what was happening. Um, beginning of the trailer, watching the the character kind of like stand up and see like this really creepy environment. Hmm. But yeah. if you look at the back of the dude's neck, that is exactly what made me hype right off the bat. Yeah, uh, you see something kind of run in the background. He has like a jumpsuit on. Is he? He's like a prisoner, right? Looks like it. Yeah, it looks like a little jumpsuit style thing. He's there's like. He's on what looks like a really crappy little cot. You've got the really cool little, um, the little like hologram person that was there. All of which looks very familiar. Yeah. And then the big robot showed up and was kind of confusing to me. So I was like, oh, maybe I was wrong. Yeah. Maybe that'll throw wrong. you off. And then the big creepy thing in the background kept getting closer and creepier. And um, the dude's health gauge is at full. That's nice. And then, uh, yeah this stuff went down Not yeah the, yeah. Damn. yeah yeah that thing just straight up ate that dude uh yeah yeah it has uh kind of a liquor vibe from resident evil yep. um you know just mouth open screaming at this dude that's back against the bars he has nowhere to go yep yeah yeah um, and this was uh, this gave me very big uh, Dead Space vibes the entire time, especially once I saw the little thing on the back of the dude's neck. Yeah, yeah. And there's a reason why. It's them because it's them. Yeah, yeah. Striking distance. Not uh, a great name. Nah. Not but great. It's I guess they couldn't call it uh, said space said days. Yeah. <laughs> Ted space. Ted space. I'd play that. Yeah. Sounds Ted like three. A, Ted space. What was that MTV movie that came out? It was like someone's apartment. Joe's apartment or something like that. Yeah. It was back in the 90s. I don't know. Um, it, it'll, be in the link. it'll be in the links below. Um, but yeah, that, that's cool uh, to see them moving somewhere. Uh, I do feel um, they needed time off. I think we needed time off from mm-hmm. something like Dead Space. Mm-hmm. Um, if they would have kept going, I feel like Dead Space 3... Um, was really lackluster. It started, it yeah, they kind of so just far. had gotten... They like, gotten away from it. Yeah, you were having one come out like every two or three years. It was just too fast. Too once furious. you add too once, once you add multiplayer to a, well, that was like bad, a horror yeah. game, um, all of the horror aspect of it's gone. Um, it, it's hard to maintain a horror game with mm-hmm. two people. Because you guys know you have the upper hand. It, it's hard to feel uh, helpless. When you know that you have some sort of backup, um, so that's something that we'll keep an eye on. I'm hoping As they change fan, the name from Callisto Proj- uh, Protocol. Yeah, and unless we find out what the 
Callisto Protocol actually is. Yeah, if that is, like, that's what we do when we, like, decide to burn an entire planet. Because it's yeah. like, well, we lost it. Time to activate the Callisto Protocol. That could be cool. cool. So, like, that could be cool. Once we have, yeah, some, uh, once we have a reason for... Yeah, once we have meaning for this title, yeah. that will probably make a huge difference. Um, sure. But either way, I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm a horror fan, so... Likewise. Likewise. Um, um, the next announcement... Probably um, the biggest announcement. I don't know. The, so you didn't get a watch live. This was the first announcement. Yeah. Oh, this was the very first announcement. Okay. Yep. Uh, that's why I saw it so early. Uh, I, I was, um, I, I was out, so I didn't get to watch. I didn't watch any of this, like I said, at all. Um, yeah. You know, by the time I got back, it, it was completely over, and it wasn't. I wasn't in a place to watch it on my phone. Um. So. Uh, I watched it after, and this was quite literally the first thing I saw. Um, Super Smash Brothers, they uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate yeah, was we talking found out about were, a new character. Yeah, uh, we knew they were dropping a new character. They told us earlier in the day it was a go. It was kind of a one day like notice thing. Not even they were like, "Hey, new character announcement tonight. Here we go." Yep, real fast. And um, it starts off by showing characters being knocked back. Um, your classic like, battle. Yeah. Um, they're looking up at the final... I don't remember what that thing's called uh, in the sky. Um, basically, I think that was the final boss, right? For Ultimate? Yeah. Um, and you see, like, uh, a bunch of the, uh, like, boss hands um, up in the yep. sky, too. They start, like, vaporizing it's, it's, and disappearing. Yeah, it's prepping then, for this huge attack. Yeah. The, the massive boss just splits and starts to Bam. vaporize. And you see... Like an ant of a person in the middle. <laughs> and then it gets closer and starts to pan up. And, of course, the first thing you see is the tip of the blade uh, and the feet. And then, cl- and then um, you see Cloud be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and and it's Sephiroth. Um, yeah. My favorite is that he descends damn. into battle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, you asked, and they delivered another uh, sword wielder. Um, Finally. Yeah. Asking for so long. Uh, and this one, sword, can reach across the stage. So, uh, <laughs> that's fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he's going to add uh, He's gonna add some uh, variety, I think, uh, to your you know, typical um, Smash tournaments and you know, characters that people play seriously for Smash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm glad they brought more sword fighters out. We were running out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but seeing the yeah, seeing the trailer, the trailer is something to watch. Uh, yeah, it looks like he completely just wasted Mario, but he actually just hooked his uh, hooked his overalls and then no, Cloud he killed him. In. He killed him. <laughs> we could have done it right there. He kills he Mario. Uh, so Mario is done. Uh, yep. the There's no design. more Mario. This is this is how they retired the character officially. Yeah, uh, but then Cloud comes in, saves the day. Um, there's some new things for Cloud as well, I believe. Um, getting some, uh, I, I believe, a new skin. Um, Omni Slash is getting an upgrade, and uh, uh, possibly a few other things. Um, nice. Looks like they're getting the um, Advent Children. Uh, yeah, plug for this um it's really I, I interesting say, that they added the uh the like penis customizer from cyberpunk to smash brothers 
<laughs> See, this is the shit that we can't be telling people. <laughs> oh, man. Could we just create a farce show? A show yes. where we just do false news all day? Game 100%. and farcer the show. The game and farcer. That's... Um, I, I'm excited for Hold new on. music. Hold on, I'm looking into that. That's real. I'm, I'm really excited for all the new music to be hitting the game now. Alright, so... Um, oh, actually, on screen right there, it just disappeared really quick. Uh, another quick announcement they made. Um, very big for the Fortnite community. Hmm. Uh, Master Chef is on the way. Sorry, Ma- Master Chief. No, you're right, Master Chef. Chef, Chef from South Park? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Swedish. In armor. Oh, oh. Swedish Chef. Right. Um, uh, Swe- Swedish Chef was actually at the Game Awards this year. Yeah. Uh, so... That that is uh, definitely interesting. The idea of when I got home and the Game Awards were over, um, loaded up the PlayStation Five, and the first thing that comes up is that little like news box mm. where it's like, "Hey, what's new?" Um, and I saw Master Chief on the PlayStation Five. Yeah. Um, because of course, he's come to Fortnite, um, and that spawned a whole bunch of shit mm. with. Kratos and Master Chief like dancing together and like hanging out and being bros, um, which would never happen. Really weird, mm. really really weird. Um, Samus is next, right? I don't think so. I thought about it. I don't think it's going to happen because um, you have to rely on the fact that all these characters don't have built-in projectile weapons, like built-in guns. So unless you went zero suit, zero Samus, suit, yeah. But that wouldn't be a standout enough. I feel like they'd have to do regular Samus first. Hmm. And since yeah. she doesn't have a hand on one side, yeah. Also, what she uses a pickaxe. I don't know. I was yeah. super hyped for it too. I thought I thought Samus. I thought Samus really hard, and then I thought more about how it would logistically work, and then shot myself down. I mean, who who would they put in for Nintendo in Fortnite? Mario. Uh, let me see. Mario's Mario. dead from the Smash universe, but alive and well in the Fart Knife universe. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm trying to think of someone who's not too cartoony, and a lot of their characters are too cartoony. You also have to remember the fact that Nintendo does not like their characters to have guns. Right. So it's like Nintendo who themselves could it are be? very against it, so I don't think we would actually get one because guns. Travis. Mm-hmm. Travis Touchdown. Hey, Duke Nukem. Hmm. I don't know. That's something to think about. Um, a lot of stuff to think about there. It did not pop up with Game Enforcer. GameInforcer.com is open. But, but that's already built into Game Informer. Yeah, it's part of Game Informer. But, well, they should probably check into that. <laughs> they should probably trademark <laughs> it if they don't want me to take it. Huh. All right. So... Um, Moving on, Game Award winners. Uh, just kind of breaking it down. Do you guys want to start lower down on this list? Well, I mean, we can just comb through the highlights. It. Yeah, um, we can hit the big ones. That's what really matters. Um, so, let me see here. Uh, honestly, we can go top down. It doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. A lot of them weren't really big surprises. Yeah, uh, Game of the Year, uh, of course, just went uh, to Last of Us Part Two. Not... A huge yeah. surprise there. And they um, kind of did a bit of a sweep, honestly. Yeah. yeah. They did. Um, the next one did get some criticism. Um, 
game direction. Yeah. Last mm-hmm. of Us Part Two. Um, I, I did. I did read an article out there about the idea that if your studio is getting known for big crunch issues, that it should you not probably be should be game getting direction. best direction because yep. that obviously means you had poor direction. Yep. So yeah, I I, I was really torn on this one. Like I feel <clears> like. <throat> Um, honestly, I feel like that would have been much better for literally anything else in the category. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake, though, I feel like would have been a bigger challenge as far as the direction for yeah. them. And then what, and since it was so successful, I think that got my vote. Sure. I think I um, voted. I think I voted Ghost of uh, Mother. I think so. Yeah. Uh, um, most an- most anticipated game. No surprise there. Yeah. Oh, not yeah. to me anyway. That's. I mean, it dro- Elden Ring is out there on the tail coats of Demon Souls that everyone's playing right now. So yeah, yeah, and it had some stiff competition here. Uh, like these games that are listed here, it, it's actually kind of surpri- it's not surprising to me that it won, but seeing it go up against the God of War sequel, uh, Horizon Forbidden West, Halo Infinite. Um, I think what's crazy about all this stuff is I believe. Who was it recently that said they had a chance to play some Elden Ring? Like they've had hands on with it. Because it was somebody uh, big. I don't remember. Somebody Microsoft. But yeah, Elden Ring. Um, I, I'm really hoping uh, is the first big game for a lot of people that, you know, it, there's always that entry. There's always that you have a chance now to get into, um, you know, the soul style games. Um and a lot of people having Demon Souls as a launch title uh, are, are into this now. Um, so it's yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, that I, was uh, Phil Spencer, apparently. Okay, that's what I thought. I, I thought it was him. I just want to say that and then be wrong. I can't Billy. believe I can't believe it beat out these other titles though. Like, I can what though. we would I, consider I really to be system sellers. The only reason I can believe it would sell, beat out those other ones is because we've seen much more on the other ones. That's true. Elden Ring is the big mystery of all of them yeah. right now. Yeah. Which I also think if uh, Cyberpunk was on that list, it would have won. <laughs> and I don't know. I, I mean, going into the Game Awards, I was not 100% confident that Cyberpunk was going to release on time. And I already had the box copy in my house. <laughs> Yeah, I was kind of in that same boat. I was like, they're going to do something shady to this. Day one lock. They're going to drop a day one lock. Oh, shit. That that would have been crazy. Bro. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? (laughs) They're like, okay, you have the disc, but it's actually not playable until you download this patch that we're going to release in three weeks. (laughs) Go outside and smash that with a ball peen hammer. So, um, speaking of smashing shit with a ball peen hammer, uh, narrative went to Last of Us Part Two. For clipping Honestly. them wings. On that, yeah, that yeah. scene was brutal, wasn't it? Yeah. On that list, I can see... I mean, they, they pretty much had that in the bag, I think. Yeah. Sure. That was good. I mean, Final Fantasy, again, had a really good narrative, considering the fact that they did go off different. the... Different. Yeah. Yeah, they went different than what everybody was expecting. Um, art direction? Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Ghost. Thank you. Ghost. Ghost. Thank you. Ghost. Yeah, that's the, that's... That's the one that I. Yep. Uh, that I think that's the it, one they had a chance for, and the one they got. Yeah. That's a tough yep. one. That's a tough category, though, because yeah. like, Ori and the Will of the Wisp, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Hades, and Hades. Ghost all being there. Yeah. Hades and Ghost were going to be the two top ones. Yep. Um, 
art direction, it, it wouldn't. I, I couldn't have given it to Final Fantasy as much as I would have wanted to because it wasn't much of a different art direction. Yeah, it's just um, Advent Children. Yeah, it's just like we need to push this, and that's yeah. their standard progression of pushing the. Ghost um, was something to behold. Yeah, Ghost was sweet. Now the next one, score and music, got me. Hands. I called that one so hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. And and it's literally the same reason. It's it's Nobu Uematsu. You can't go yep. up against him. The man's a champ. You can't um, fight the king. Um, you can't. It's 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 too good. I had some people look. You can't count that. It's just the same songs from before. Not really though. It's yep. uh, reperformance. This right? man's this man's a god. Um, audio design. Last one's part two. I I I see it. I do see it for that game. There's a lot of things in that game that I don't I don't know I don't know much about a Half Life. Mm. Um, I don't know what came of that. Right. Um, but Last of Us had it, it had its moments of where you know they did some really good work with audio design. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, in that's taking music out of it altogether but the sounds that are being made while your character picks up the guitar uh the sound yeah, um, of your character kind of rustling through the brush as there are clickers everywhere um Re- it, resident it, evil 3 would have gotten the sound for me as well but I, i'd say it would have been closest between resident evil 3 and last of us for me sure for sure i think those are probably ghosts I don't know if they it, did a really good job with audio design. I don't think that's something that yeah, they focused on. Yeah, like with on. Resident Evil and with Last of Us, it was really about that environmental, like what's around you, mm-hmm. um, interacting yeah. with things that aren't you, um, and it really played well that way. Um, I feel like the other games are much more you're a part of it. Um, yeah. But like I still remember playing Resident Evil two and three and just hearing things through the walls in different parts of buildings, and being like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say we did it as a group. We did it um, as uh, for performance. Mm-hmm. Laura got it. Very surprising. Yeah. I was. I did not think. I didn't think. Okay, the internet's full of trolls, so I should have thought yep. uh, that Laura, you know, Laura Bailey would have got it for her portrayal of Abby in Last of Us Part Two. Um, man, these other guys did some good work though too. They did, and this is where it really comes down to the fact that you have to give it to uh, to people doing proper reviews and judgments that you have to look at things objectively. Yeah. Um, you really have to look at things objectively, and she knocked it out of the park. Yeah. That's not to say the yeah. other people didn't, but who elicited more emotion from people during yeah. the performance as a character. Um, who out of the, did out of the such whole. a good job with their character that the person got hate mail. Yeah, yeah I, I, out of the whole thing, she's quite literally the person who invoked the most emotion out of people. Yeah. With her character. Inadvertently, I might add. But it, it was it was ill-placed, but she still uh, uh, like uh, brought up the most emotion in literally every person, whether... You loved her performance, or you hated it. There really isn't a huge middle ground there, I, I yeah. think. Um, so, that's interesting. Um, so, I think from here on out, it's not really, uh, you know, like big stuff. It, it, there I mean, were some in here that were big to me, though. There were some that I thought were huge. Um, games for Impact, I think we all had trouble talking about that because we didn't really know the games as well. So, right. yeah. whatever. Um, ongoing game, though. This got me, and I love that it did. This is what I wanted to win. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. But No Man's Sky got best ongoing game, and I feel like they fucking deserved it. Yeah. Um, and if you look at the No Man's Sky Twitter, um, if you look at Sean Burry's Twitter account right now, it's insane. Because I shared it the other day. It's literally, he was just saying, like, me looking at Twitch comments, or a, me, a game developer, looking at Twitch comments. Was that and he it was getting a, hit in the nuts? It was a video of, dude, of all these dudes just punching themselves in the yeah. nuts and, like, taking a log to the nuts and all this. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's it. But yeah. my logic for that is, like, they didn't give up. Yeah. And they've revamped that game in so many ways. And how much extra do you have to pay to get any of those new features? Boom, zero. Like, every other game on that list is a game to make money. Theirs was a game for a passion. Theirs, yeah. Their game was not designed to... They, they weren't trying to make money at this point. They're just trying to fix and own up to a promise and give more. Um, and there isn't a way for you to give them more money. Like, yeah, yeah people could say, you don't have to put anything extra into Apex or Warzone or Fortnite. Like, yeah, but the games are still designed to make you want to, to give them extra money. No Man's Sky isn't. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's very true. And with that kind of um, passion for making their game is going to serve them well moving forward. I I think a lot of these people will go, oh, but remember their last launch? And be like, the argument there is always, yeah, remember the strain that they were under and how they turned it around? And it's the biggest swing in Steam history of a game to go from negative to positive. (laughs) Like, it's... I, I still definitely support Hello Games. Um, you know, with what they come out with next, you know, even if if it's not for me, that's that's fine. Um, but they can't take away that fact that these guys have crushed it by staying on course to make yeah. the thing that they wanted to. And then uh, best indie game was really no contest. It's the, like one of these got nominated for fucking game of the year, so of course it's gonna get it. Yeah, so um, Hades. Yeah, like a debut indie game. Uh, I I didn't want to give it to Phasmophobia, but like because I w- I voted Carrium the other week when we talked about it. But Phasmophobia clearly had a, a much bigger impact than anything else on that list, so I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, mobile game went to Among Us, and as mm-hmm. much as I was angry last week ranting about how this is a two year old game, someone pointed something out to me that I completely forgot. Mm-hmm. What's the game was the game only officially launched this year. It was in early access since 2018. Okay, I, I don't. I, yeah, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have known that. Wouldn't. Yeah, Among Us was early access till this year, so it does it as much as I hate it. Like, yeah, fine, fuckers, you count. Community support went to Fall Guys. Um, that was a little surprising. Yeah, I yeah. Didn't see that. I, I I still wanted to go No Man's Sky with that one for the reasons I previously stated. Yep. Um, but. It's it's weird that it went to Fall Guys. I'll, I I honestly would rather it have gone to No Man's Sky or Fall Guys than anything else on that list. But yeah, I'll give it to you. The game came out of nowhere and just swept the entire fucking world. Yeah. Uh, uh, VR AR game of course went to Half Life. Yeah, Alex the only thing or that Alex matters or something. Um, I voted Dreams, so my dreams were shattered. Brutal. Uh, Innovation and accessibility went to Last of Us Part Two. I am um, blown away by that one. Yeah, I don't see that. I don't understand how that because it wasn't anything that was different for accessibility. It's it's stuff that most of the games already did for accessibility. Yeah, how is their Difficulty. accessibility different um, either, than Assassin's Creed or Watch Dogs? 
Now, I will also say that I don't feel like Hyperdot should have been a part of it because Hyperdot was specifically made for people with disabilities. Like, the way Hyperdot was really designed is that it was built from the ground up for everybody to be able to play. Um, even if you can literally only move your head, you can still play Hyperdot. Um, and I feel like that's, in a way, cheating when it comes down to it. Um, I don't know, it's weird. Um, I, I was on the same boat with you for Grounded for it, though. Mm -hmm. The yeah. fact that they could not only, it's not only a matter of physical accessibility, but also, like, mental accessibility. Yeah. So, that one, uh, I feel like that was a hot take for a win on that one. Um, best action game, went to Hades. Um, Caught me off guard with that, for sure. Yeah, that that's... Uh, but... Oh, I'll also look at it this way. I didn't think Neo 2 needed to even be there. Yeah. That's when I was... I was just looking at that. I was like, wait, what? I don't remember that. Of game. course, I haven't touched Neo 2, and I did enjoy Neo 1. I need to actually play Neo 2 at some point. Um, Streets of Rage 4, that is all. Um, action Adventure? This was a hot take for me. I, I didn't really think Last of Us Part 2 fell as much into the action adventure category. Um for what for the sure. descriptions were of those categories originally. For sure. I, I believe this one talked about puzzle solving and stuff as well. And under that aspect, I would have gone with Ori, um, or maybe even Ghost of Tsushima. I think um, I went Ghost on that one. And I, I think we talked about it because puzzle solving could also be how you approach battles. Um, yeah. And I would even say, after thinking about it longer, Star Wars, I would have even wanted to give to it. Yeah. Um, because Star Wars, I literally just had a conversation with somebody that tried Star Wars and they were hating it and they were trying to fight the stupid frog monster and kept getting their ass kicked. <laughs> They're like, this game's stupid. I don't understand it. I can't beat this first boss. And then suddenly we, some, me and another guy told him, like, that's not a boss. Like, that's an optional guy you can come back at later. That's not the first boss. Um, so he powered through it, got a few abilities, got a few power ups, and then decided, and then crushed the game in a weekend. Yeah, like he beat the whole game in two days he felt more accomplishment than he ever had about a video game and was like oh my god I can't believe it you guys talked me into finishing this game and I loved it um, and I think that is a really awesome way to look at a game like that um, and Star Wars is probably the one that's most rewarding out of all of that because it does give you the action adventure aspect of that learning curve that you're constantly getting better as you're playing it but it's also giving you a narrative to follow through with it it's essentially a Dark Souls game with a story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Delivered properly. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like that's why that, I, after thinking about it more, because originally I was like, why the fuck's that game even on the list? And now I'm like, oh, that game to me probably should have got it. For sure. Yeah. I, the I next one, though. That. The uh, next one was yeah. a bummer to me. It was a what? It was a bummer to me. Like, yeah, I think you were going Yakuza Like a Dragon for best. I RPG. was. I and was going I was Yakuza Like a Dragon. Three. Huh. Um, I guess at that point it's just a matter of, like, it's Final Fantasy. Sorry, it's gonna do it. Even though I, I think that of all those titles, Yakuza is the one that stood out as different the most. Um, Persona 5 shouldn't have been there. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. Um, Genshin Impact is really good though um so i mean that that one arguably was really good too um 
There was a lot. There was a lot of good options there. I just don't think Final Fantasy was in the top three of these five. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was a great game. A great game, but I wouldn't give it great RP. I wouldn't give it top RPG. Um, yeah. This doesn't scream RPG to me. Um, Yakuza, I thought, was just such a change from everything that people knew about that franchise. Yeah. And then showing that like they could make a JRPG, and they can also make a JRPG that is inspired by and literally talks about one of the best JRPG franchises. Here's a fun one, though. So, um, Dragon Quest Eleven. Even though the PC version and uh, Switch or the, the Switch version dropped last year, just a little bit too late to qualify for Game of the Year nominations, hmm. uh, and that would have been Oof. Dragon Quest Eleven S: Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition, um, which I would give that to it because it had the 2D mode as well as everything, um, but it didn't get a single nomination. Because my argument is, if Persona Five Royal can get one, why the fuck couldn't Dragon Quest Eleven S have gotten one? Um, but it only released on Switch last late September and didn't drop on other platforms until the 4th. Damn. So that so game definitely got belonged snubbed, up there. Pretty much. Yeah, hardcore. Like, yeah, yeah Final Fantasy VII's cool and all, but it like, Dragon Quest belonged there more than that did. For sure. Uh, so for fighting game, all you need to know is that uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus didn't win. Um, yeah, and there were so many people I talked to that were like, <laughs> objectively, yeah, Grand Blue probably deserves it, but eh, fuck it, Mortal Kombat. Okay, uh, family game went to Animal Crossing: New Horizon. Um, I'm bummed because that means the remote weird. controlled car didn't win the video game contest. <laughs> that's that's true. Uh, <laughs> Simmons' strategy went to Flight Simulator, Microsoft's Flight Simulator. Um, I'll I'll give it to it. I kind of expected that. Yeah. And I mean, it has simulator in the name, so yeah, it's a it's a default. <laughs> it's, they're um, like, I don't know these, so this one. Um, sports and racing, though, we did it. We Hell did yeah. it, boys. We did do it on that one. That was all yeah. thanks to our efforts. Tony Hawk <laughs> Pro Skater One and Two taking the W. Uh, so be, beating out, I, I think Dirt Five would have been the other best choice there for best sports game, and I don't know how that racing game is really a sports game. Uh, but Tony Hawk um, best multiplayer went to Among Us and kind of uh, expected mm. um, content creator of the year went to Valkyrie yeah so it, gets to the re- it gets to the rest of the list and it's a bunch of stuff where I think we were just throwing darts yeah, yeah. Showmaker sounds really familiar though I think Showmaker. we called Showmaker winning the esports athlete Oh yeah, yeah, we did. Yep, that's, that was the one I picked. Uh, I don't You're remember at who we chose for esports coach. League of oh, Legends, would, obviously. Why I would have chose Krusty. I think Krusty. I don't yeah, think I would have grabs. Him. Grabs my grabs my Krusty Rambo. Uzifa. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Esports game was League of Legends, obviously. Uh, esports host. I don't even know how to say any of those names. There's Golden three Boy. names here, and I can't pronounce any of them. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't Golden Boy. No, we were, we were going for Golden Boy or, or possibly Sheever. Uh, and then uh, G2. I wanted Dash out of uh, Host. 
Yeah, G2 won uh, eSports team, which is, of course, uh, League of Legends. So. Is, is the name Jokes? Is the S silent? Joke? I don't know. Jokes? I don't know. I, I think that at least half of those letters are probably silent. Seems I'm French, offend- so there's probably a lot of silences in Am there. Am I offended by that? I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much your rundown. You can go check that out in a variety of places. Uh, I, I went to go load up the um, Game Awards website, and it really bogged. <laughs> it didn't want to load properly, the site, so I was like, we'll go ahead and... Uh, just stick with the article that was posted. I think probably filter you put it up here from uh, Variety. Um, mm. But yeah, plenty of places to find that. That is the Game Awards. A lot of information. A lot of things happened on uh, on the 10th. <laughs> so oh, that was one day. Man. All that was one day. Wait. The Disney thing was the same day, right? Yeah, so they also had the like Disney Plus uh, <laughs> Disney <laughs> Investor Day. Uh, so there was even more news going on. So on the tenth, um, yeah, yeah. So basically, they uh, the main thing that they did that is interesting to us is they announced a bunch of TV shows and new content coming to Disney Plus, including um, several new Star Wars properties, uh, which they might be kind of overdoing it a bit. They, um, they're making an Ahsoka no, standalone no, show. They're not overdoing anything. What, what was that? They're not overdoing anything. Jesus. Uh, yeah, so the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, the Bad Batch, uh, Cassie and Andor show. They're making a new Willow series with uh, Warwick Davis. Um, there's making more Indiana Jones with Harrison Ford. There's going to be a Rogue Squadron. There's going to be a Lando I'm show. Hyped. I'm hyped for Willow. I'm really hyped for Willow. Yeah, Willow's going to be sick. Otherwise, they're overdoing it. Yeah. Um, damn, there's a lot of... Star Wars stuff here. So here's the I, how much thing. of this stuff is going to be left on the cutting room floor? How much so, of this do you think is going to be canceled? You're, you're you're missing something. Here's a very big thing. Other than this, that was just the vague Disney information. There was a whole other yeah. Marvel batch. Yeah, there was whole, there was all other Marvel stuff. So one of the things they did show on here, I thought they had some more Marvel stuff on this shot. I guess not. I saw Vision, and I must have thought of uh, something else. Yeah. One. The Marvel announcements were even that were huge. Like everything is coming, yeah. um, and they gave more details about all of it, including new Fantastic Four, um, some stuff we already knew about, like She-Hulk, um, just uh, a new Loki trailer um, for for his new series. Um, it all looks really, really good. For sure. Um. I think the thing that probably got uh, out of this list that I'm seeing here that got the most traction was the Ahsoka. Um, at least that was the thing that I saw the most that people were like, holy shit, I can't believe this is happening. Um, that is a lot of Star Wars stuff. Like, some of this is just not going to make it, right? You can't no, expect I, I, all I, of that I think to it'll it. all. I, mean, I think it will all at least appear. Yeah. I think we'll get at least because I think that some of this stuff is going to be those really small like four episode seasons since there's so much going on. Like I see a lot of very mini series stuff happening with it more than anything. Um, like a lot of these I don't see being full on actual series that keep going. Okay. But I do see all of them at least 
hitting and end streaming at least once and then ending after a season, if anything. But I see it all at least getting a shot. For sure. Okay. Um, you know, they went on... They did have a lot of Disney... Or Marvel stuff. You know, yeah. uh, the Doctor Strange thing, the WandaVision, the Falcon Winter Soldier. You know, things that we knew about. Um, Hawkeye, I think they announced Loki. Um, uh, Loki's are, Loki had been announced for a while. Oh, has um, it? Uh, maybe I Yeah. The biggest thing we're at on a screenshot right now is um, about halfway down. So we already knew Blade, we knew Doctor Strange, we knew Eternals, we knew Hawkeye, we mm-hmm. knew Loki, we knew Shang-Chi was coming, we knew What If, we knew Falcon and Winter Soldier, we knew Thor Love and Thunder. New was Armor Wars. Yeah. Um, new was Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Uh, I would I rather am- not ever see anything with Holiday Special in the name. I don't know. The fact Except that it's Guardians of the Galaxy is all that makes me want to see it, though. <laughs> Um, I am Groot. Secret Invasion looks like it might be dope. Secret Invasion, that's will some probably Sam Jackson be. stuff. Ironheart looks really cool, and then uh, Fantastic Four. So we finally get to see what they're going to do with Fantastic Four. Did they did they talk about any of the casting for Fantastic Four? They haven't talked about any of that detail yet. The last casting news I saw was they were talking more about the new Ant Man um, casting. Okay. Um, how they're setting all that stuff up, which all it, looked really cool. It's going to be Jim from The Office, right? He's going to be Mr. Fantastic. I just... There's so much coming. I don't <laughs> know how to handle all of it. Because Armor Wars is going to be a War Machine-focused series. That's cool. Um, War Machine's rad. So um, so we get to see a lot of really cool new stuff in here. Um, Secret Invasion I'm very hyped for, but I'm really excited for What If. I always have been. Yeah, but that I've... Loki trailer, man, that looks... It looks really good. Like I'm very excited for Loki after watching that trailer. And if you haven't watched it yet, when we get done, you have to watch it. For sure. Uh, so tons of stuff there. You can go over to d23.com. You can see all of those announcements that happened again on the 10th. Uh, we're even leaving stuff out. Like uh, they have a Disney Pixar's Lightyear, which gained uh, some media attention. Okay. People just straight up shitting on Chris Evans because he was cast as a young Buzz Lightyear. The um, thing is, what people aren't getting is that he had to tweet that he's not playing the toy. <laughs> this is this is him playing. He, he's not playing the toy Buzz Lightyear that everyone knows, oh and that's God. why he got shit on. What he's playing is the person that the toy was based on. Yeah, that's so he's weird. Playing the person who put the voice in Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, he's right? playing the person who was the inspiration for the toy and the character Buzz Lightyear. So he's he's like that that TV person, like that. Yeah, we're it's weird because now we are going to be existing in the to- in the Toy Story universe. The, the this is getting meta as <laughs> like meta. It's <laughs> right. That's so <laughs> weird that we are literally it, it's getting that meta that we are about to have the Buzz Lightyear show. <laughs> oh boy. Um, but yeah, there's there, there's a ton of stuff going on here, so go check that out. You know, if you are a subscriber to Disney Plus, uh, it's probably a good read for you. To be honest, you get an idea of what you're paying for coming up. <clears throat> and then our last article, something we had talked about previously. Um, we we had heard the rumbles, uh, and now the rumbles were made true. Uh, Sony did acquire Crunchyroll. Mm, and it was really a, cheap too, yeah. Yeah, 
for a tidy sum. $1.175 billion doll hairs. Billion, billion. Oh, oh, that doesn't say doll hairs? Oh. Mm. Imagine if that was like euros or something. That'd be brutal. Yeah. Um, so, That's smart huge. move. Smart move for Sony to grab up uh, Crunchyroll. Uh, it doesn't doesn't Sony already own Funimation? Well, yeah, I believe so. I think they do. So they're like, yeah, we're just gonna own all anime now. Yeah, that's why the the, the tagline on that where the move consolidates the anime industry in a major way. Um, because the first article I saw said that Funimation bought Crunchyroll, and I was like, I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, that's because <clears throat> they just did it. Yeah, I get that. I guess. Um, so I mean that's that's a, a huge move because it's like hey, we are here for video games, but remember Sony is not just video games. Um, you know we we have our we have our dongs in a lot of different locations throughout the week. Mm. So um, that's a good way to remember that, and you know people will now pretty much to watch. It anime you know, if they want to watch anime on you know Crunchyroll or whatever you know they're going to be going through Sony now so that's a that's a win for them I, I get that I get that from definitely a business standpoint so random thing I, I just uh, it's weird for stuff like this to pop up while we're recording but we're on topic of Sony and money and you said this just are in a couple different places um yeah, I just dropped this little article in the group chat that a friend of mine shared in Discord. It's a Eurogamer article. Um, but apparently, people that are complaining enough are getting refunds for Cyberpunk on their PS4 consoles um, from Sony. That's that, interesting. I, I guess if you at least if you've played the game less than two hours and are having the, and you're complaining because of the exceptional the quote exceptionally poor performance on the PS4. Sony is issuing refunds, and I, I'm not a fan of rumors as much, but um, according to this article, the commenter also alleged that Sony was issuing a business complaint to CD Projekt Red about the issues. So, I, I would love to say that this is going to be the piece, this is going to be the time that they go, okay, cool, as developers moving forward, we have to focus on what's ahead you know we can't focus this on you know these last gen systems because of the low performance i would love for that to be the statement that's made here and it won't be this is going to happen again whatever happens next um they just don't learn <laughs> bro i'm hitting some really heavy ice right now on uh twitter uh the guy that made uh i thought he was doing hardcore drugs <laughs> i'm doing hardcore drugs right now <laughs> i'm doing meth right now and i just saw that the guy that made duke nukem forever is complaining that people are mad that naughty dog crunched and uh when people point out that he took 13 years to make a shit ass game he's blocking them <laughs> That's funny. He's going to every... Duke Nukem is trending in the United States because of this dude. That's oh, also, funny. apparently he spelled his own name wrong in the credits once in a previous game, so that's pretty funny. 
Do you remember the trailer oh, for yeah. Duke Nukem Forever? Where I remember like, a lot of things about Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> he like slid under the monster and punched it in its nutsack. <laughs> and the monster's like, oh! And he was like, oh. yeah. yeah. This is, this is a dude that uh, heard a fart joke once when he was eight and he was like, this is the ultimate uh, highest form of comedy. This is going yeah, to be my favorite. It just said, uh, the article questioned the award show giving The Last of Us 2 the best direction award after Naughty Dog required grueling overtime conditions from their employees to ship the game. Broussard responded saying, quote, you have no idea what it takes to ship a world-beating AAA game. What it, you have no idea what it takes to ship world-beating AAA games, and you take the word of disgruntled ex-employees versus the hundreds that are happy there. Also comparing a 20-man indie to a 300-person studio is stupid. And it's like, okay, my dude, you had to recreate Duke Nukem Forever four times, and then you still didn't finish it. He handed it off to Gearbox to finish. <laughs> but He never he finished it. He does have a point there of comparing, you know, a small-tier indie game. A, a small-tier indie game being in uh, the conversation for Game of the Year is fucking incredible. Well, that's and kind of the point. Them, like, so he's saying them is, is really, really yeah. weird. Well, he's... he's I mean, that's kind of a big... Uh, I think that's a big, that's big qualifier, echo. too. Yeah. Is that the fact that Hades can even be on the list. So, Hades with that contractors and everything was about 100 employees. Yeah. Um, Last of Us with contractors and everything was about 500. So, he's not even close in his description. And not to mention that, again, people are mentioning and, you know, people are posting articles and shit... Uh, Naughty Dog has about a 70% employee turnover rate. That is, no other business could stay in business having that. 70% of their employees leave after every product. Well, I, how much of that does come down to contract, though? That your contract's done? Time to go. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> that's, that's part of what makes it bad. Well, yeah, but they're going to pull on more contractors for their next game. They're right. gonna, they, they have, here's our base team. Well, I mean, not only that, but we actually... But we hire them along the way. We know contractors that are going to want to go back, right? Right. We do. So, so like, that's definitely a a good point. But it's like, okay, so Hades also had, you know, 50, 60% of their staff was contractors, and they did not make them crunch. Yes. So, you know, it's like, that's not really the argument. That you yeah. think it is like, you can also treat contractors well. It's definitely. it is possible. Yeah, yeah. But it it's so funny. Long. He's he's apparently reading every comment and he's like oh, he manually is. blocking people. It's so funny. He is. Someone just, please tell him to through. see uh, Sean Murray's tweet about being hit in the nuts by reading the comments. Uh, somebody said a AAA game like Duke Nukem Forever dot 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 question mark and he blocked them for that. So funny. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> it's like, it's, I mean, oh man. Oh man. Some people just need to know when to stay quiet. It's like, and... you don't have to like feed it. Like it already won. The, the thing that really blows me away is like, uh, like, okay. So last of us gets these awards and some people comment on it, which is their job as video game critics, right? Like they have to have content that talks about shit, whether it really makes a difference or matters or not. doesn't really matter. That's their job. Their job is to, talk about shit in the video game industry yeah and and there are people that are like i've already had people say like oh i don't like kotaku because they're political think pieces now they're not about video game reviews and stuff that's their job realistically sometimes those do go hand in hand um 
when you write a piece like this one that was about crunch in the industry and how if you are known for massive amounts of crunch and grueling, grueling work on the end of that project to get it out and then win an award for best direction, which kind of is counterintuitive of you giving good direction <laughs> yeah. to avoid having all of that crunch. Yeah. yeah, there's a fucking problem. People need to write on shit like that. Like, that, you don't stay quiet about that kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, you know, like, Kotaku is not Game Informer. That's not their market. That's not what they're trying to do. They're, they talk about like, social issues in games. That's what they, they do. That's what their audience dialogue. pays them for. They make it an open dialogue about the entire gaming industry, not right. just games and reviews. But it's also um, not like um, it's not like Kotaku's going to write an article and then Jeff Keighley is going to get a gun and go to Naughty Dog and take the award back. You know what I mean? Like they're making person, a, they're making a comment about beliefs on you know labor practices or whatever. And for some reason, out of for you know completely unrelated, the guy that made the shittiest Duke Nukem game. That took the longest amount of time humanly possible. Decides comes to like leaps take. to suck Neil Druckmann's dick, and it's like, what is the point of that? And it, also, how is that any different than me leaping to defend the little whiny employees that didn't want to work seven hundred hours that week? You know what I mean? He's doing exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. Get him! Hell yeah, dog! He's agreeing. Yeah. Get him! I didn't oh, know you were this. I, I I had I literally he's had really no passionate idea about he was Newcomb. this past this passionate about crunch in the industry yeah and the the person that wrote that Kotaku article is one of the people that reached out to me back when I still worked at the old place so yeah. when it comes to getting information out there and, and opinion pieces on that's their job involved with the industry like I'm gonna give them benefit of the doubt and read their article and see what they have to say because I know the kind of people they reach out to. I know that they're not just sitting on Dubai and making shit up and just bullshitting. Right. They're reaching out to people and doing research because I've spoken with these people before. For sure. <laughs> All right. So I think that's a good place to leave it. I, I know I have... Trending in uh, the United I, States, Duke Nukem. Why? <laughs> <laughs> what has 2020 done? It did not us? have to be like this. I'm going to unplug and then <laughs> replug in to go play some Cyberpunk. Um, that's my plan right now. Thank you, 2020, for not only bringing us all of this, but also bringing us all of this. <laughs> Jesus. Good times. If you guys get the chance, as always, head over to facebook.com backslash mammothgamesinc. Check out all the top news and video game stuff over there as well. Follow us on Twitter at mammothgamesinc so you can see all of our uh, really thought-provoking Simpsons gifts that we share each week. Um, I got to pick this one. You got to pick this one. It was a good <laughs> one. So, well done. Uh, but for Mammoth Games Inc., I am one of your hosts, Night Swarm. I am another one of your hosts, Filtercord. And I am the last one of the hosts, Johnny Riot. Have a good one. <laughs>